Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Welcome, cadets and commanders to the Stabcast, the Sun Sphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I am Ben, Brother Maynard's brother Fowler, with Ryan, Patsy Slawoski, and Tim, Prince Herbert Hannon. Will, sir, not appearing in this podcast, I'm, is not appearing in this podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Man, you take the first opportunity you can to shame somebody into not being on the show. <laughs> I don't get those Listen, references. So there you go. I, you've <laughs> seen this film. You've seen Have this I? film, sir. <laughs> Have you not seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Oh, yeah. I, I was about to it's say. It's been a I long mean, time. That's all. Otherwise, we're going to go back and re-record this and make all the llama jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, the first there to be the moose jokes, and then we just end with the uh, Mexican llamas alpacas. So, <laughs> God, I love that movie. Anyhow. This week on the Stabcast, we have some battle reports. Well, some of us do. Other of us have excuses. We got a mail call, and we're going to do some wild speculation on battle forces. Oh. It's been a while since we wildly speculated. Yeah. We used to do a lot more wild speculation. Yeah, we used to, and then they like gave us a whole bunch of... Of news, but now AMG. Yeah, there was news this, for like six months straight. In this weird, like we get a ton of info, like back to back to back to back to back, and then a long period of silence as the things they've announced come out. You know, it 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 kind of makes me miss the you know every other week or weekly articles from FFG that got all the rules wrong, and it was like the game of when they post the article <laughs> to see who can find the rules mistakes first and post them. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I don't miss that. I, I do, I but I also that. don't no, miss those I, days. No, part yeah. of, no, no. I was, I was letting you finish there, but no. Yeah. no you read the article and you're like, wow, yeah. this unit's really cool and overpowered. I'm like, oh, wait, they just don't know how to play the game. That's actually fine. It, it always felt bad for their content writers. Yeah. I just assumed they were interns out of the local university who just didn't know anything. Yeah, they didn't know how to play the game. <laughs> ben, uh, who is sponsoring your I Didn't Play Legion uh, segment this week? Mostly the children. It's honestly, it's a lot of time. Uh, I had class this past weekend. No, actually, I had class this past weekend. I just is it busy? Like I said, work has kept me to work until six thirty-seven. There's just stuff I don't know that I've got to learn, and you know, things that just take more time. Like when we finish this podcast today, I'm going to go write a huge newsletter to both my staff and students because we have some changes coming up next week that I'm in charge of, and it's, haven't had time to do it this week. Every time I turned around, there are problems. There's things going on. There's just just stuff. So good stuff. I mean, I mean, I love working with the kids. I do, but you know, good stuff. Uh, Will Will painted. Yeah, Will's notes that. Yeah, yeah. Will put some yeah. notes in, which was very lovely of him. But then uh, he's not feeling too great, so he bowed out of the show today. So yes. Will painted some stuff. It may be on the internet. It may not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I I never remember to update the Instagram. I take pictures and I just forget to post them. I did that for my food Instagram too. That's why I didn't keep up with it because I'm just. Take the picture, forget about it. Hooray. So when Tim passes and we break into his cell phone, because we're legally required as his blood brothers to delete his content. It's true. We'll then post all the good photos. It's true, yes. And maybe just hide a bad one in there somewhere, like a a juicy nugget. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of juicy nuggets of goodness, I got to play with some pikes on Wednesday. Shut up. No. (laughs) What a good time, everyone. It was great. Uh, I got to play a local Mitch who actually, he's always around. We're kind of always been like in the store together and we talk, but I don't think we ever gotten to play against each other before. So it was great to be able to get a chance to finally play him. Um, I know he'd been bringing his girlfriend out and teaching her how to play a little bit too. Um, But him and I got a game in and it was super, super interesting. So we played, I'll do my list first. My list was because I've been scarred by pikes, ironically, I still want to bring high velocity 
But my last list I brought was five counts of high velocity, and that was a bit of overkill. Um, Especially (laughs) was it though? Especially because Dell is kind of a piece of shit. So, uh, so we dropped (laughs) Dell. Dell, like the child who got dropped on his head, got dropped out of my list. And he's cool, so he's fine. he's fine in a museum and on my shelf. But anyway, as he's still too expensive. He's still he's too, expensive. too expensive, and he is just so mediocre at best. Uh, he needs to be on a unit that surges hit. Really, is the problem. But um, yeah, and then yeah. I I was playing so a, a bit of a variation on what I played last time, which was Vader, twelve activations. Uh, it was <laughs> Imperial officer, and I thought like, I was the degenerate. No, 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 Op Vader. Uh, Imperial officer with underworld connections, a capo with vigilance, uh, three pikes with disruptors, and the extra body, which I think is the first time I ever tried the extra body guy with the catch aim. Um, so good. Catch so aim. Good. It was, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and then three naked storms, and then three snipers. So again, 12 acts. Uh, pretty good control because uh, really Vader wants to go and everybody else was pretty independent, which is nice. Three of those units, four of them actually were independent. <laughs> uh, I learned... I really am not a fan of those extra body guys. Like, Kesh is cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think it's bad. Hear me say it. I don't think they're bad because they're pikes. But, like, the catch aim is so... You, it, You're going to cash these hands, man. It's, yeah, but there are so many instances where I had to really weigh, am I going to spend this aim because I don't get to do it again? Like, And there was like, okay, like I rolled pretty good, but I do have two blanks. But what about the next time when I roll bad and I need to like, roll two blanks just to get any kind of paint? So like, it's just a really hard like decision to make. And I just like bringing the capo instead. But I get it. Like Again, they're not bad to bring. They're fine. But uh, Mitch was playing... I think something out of Ryan's playbook a little bit of Jin, yeah. K2, and Cassian with some vets, uh, Pathfinders. He had Biston in the back. Church of Biston was yeah. going strong. And who I think, I don't think they ever took any shots to be told like at me or from me rather. They took a couple shots at me, but Church of Biston was going strong <laughs> and uh, it was fun. It was 10 acts, but those two extra acts really helped me out in the long run. And then we played, Something that I don't recommend, listeners. I don't recommend I this at all. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. This was it was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. And again, Mitch was a great opponent, but strategically, hell on earth, uh, yeah. danger close, hostile environment, and mm-hmm. payload. So danger yeah. close. I don't payload. care for this at all. No danger close payload. Hostiles, whatever. But like danger it close makes payload. A squirrely game. Oh really my squirrely god. Game. Oh, it was rough. So uh, I met. I was. I was at the game store before Tim arrived, and I was yes. talking to Mitch, who I had like met in passing, but never really uh, had a chance to sit down with. And we're chit chatting about his list and building tables and stuff. And I'm like, "Hey, walk me through your walk me through your list. Walk me through your battle deck." And uh, his battle deck was really traditional. And I sat and talked about how you know if we gunfight us as as rebel players, like. 90% of the time we just lose um, in a, in a straight up shootout. And so I was like, you need to try to engineer situations where you play really wide and you want people to spend as many actions, not shooting as possible, taking either taking tokens or moving or, you know, interacting with objectives. Like it's the reason I don't really like KP is because KP gives you a lot of actions just to fight with. And as a rebel, I think you want to spend, a, make your opponent spend a lot of actions doing other things. And uh, it looks like he took that a, a little bit to heart, which was, which was good. Oh, he uh, did. Making he did. you push uh, that cart. 
Yes. Well, I, so I had, I think I had Palo in mind as well. And I will say too, it was interesting. It was, he got the bid by one point and I felt pretty confident with mine. I'm 794 with 12 acts. I was like, okay, I'm good with this. Nope. 793. I was like, son of a biscuit. He got me there. What the? <laughs> My 12 act list was 92. So yeah, that's funny. That is crazy to me, especially considering the number of upgrades we have sitting on the stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm impressed all yeah. the way around. It's, it was, yeah, it was, it was impressive. Uh, but so, yeah, so we put our respective carts and, and things on our own map, and I realized about uh, probably halfway into the game that my cart had to go to a place that I don't think it was going to make. Even if I took a straight shot to it, maybe I took a detour by accident. I don't think I did. But because you put the carts down first and then the terrain, just because of where the terrain is, remember the terrain can overlap. It just can't be wholly within the deployment. Correct. He picked a thing that was all the way at the other end of the map, and with danger close, I was like, I couldn't get there, and so. So uh, let me ask: yeah. like in the danger close deployment zone, did you put your cart on the center line, like on your the the center line of the long edge that you get to go, that you get to slide down? I picked it on the. I put it on the short edge, whatever the shortest one is. Yeah, it's. It's complicated to explain because danger close is, is a pain in the neck to sure, talk but you know about. you've got. <laughs> Audio. You've yeah. got the the side that stretches th- uh, range three towards the middle, and on the yes. opposite end, you've got the one that stretches to range six, which is the midway line. Yeah, yeah, um, no, no, not that one. I did not. I think uh, you just as a word to the wise. I think you almost always, unless like there's massive amounts of terrain physically blocking it. Yeah. I think you always have to put your card up there because that way yeah. you've got about the same amount of distance. To anywhere on the to table. any point of the map. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I agree with that. It it, it it means you're going to battle out everything. But yeah, I'm, I was about to say I think it has to be as close to the middle point as possible. I agree. Just and, to give you so you have less yeah. distance to travel. And I agree. An important thing to remember for the listeners at home: um, bomb carts. Because I think you guys had this question during your game. That's a little easier to do because bomb carts do give you heavy cover. So even if it is a risky position, your bomb cart can just be a a barricade um, if you really need it yeah. to be. We both relied on it being heavy cover. <laughs> Gotcha. At different okay. times. It was a good game. Vader did some cool things. So he also had two units of melee Wookiees thrown in there as well. So his melee Wookiees rushed in, and the melee Wookiees did have bowcasters, but Vader also dove. I don't normally play super aggressive with Vader. I normally kind of hold him back a little bit and, and then dive later. But he got to where a position where I had to push because I have to contest or work to contest his cart. And in order to do that, I got to get through those Wookiees. So Vader right. dove into those Wookiees. The Pike shot him up a bunch, took down some wounds on them. We got it to where this really weird position, and Ryan helps us through this one, where because of sniper <laughs> shots in the back, some Pike shots, and because of terrain and Vader and all these things, basically got it to where one unit had one wound on the on a Wookiee squad, not the bowcaster, but one of the other guys had a wound, and then the unit leader actually had two wounds, and we got it to a point where. Because of choke and all these other shenanigans, the unit leader had to die and then move up and then replace <laughs> the guy that but he replaced the guy with one wound. So then the unit leader came back with a wound on him, and it was right. just like I don't know if that was the right way to do it. I don't know. Uh, we had a discussion about it. Um, I think I actually the, need the to look net, that up. Yeah, you don't fully heal units. The net right. amount of wounds on a unit doesn't change. Sure, uh, but yeah, it uh, was a weird situation where there was like. Was. A three-man squad with two of the units having wounds on them, and who gets wounds applied when and how? Yeah, uh, it was it was definitely a head scratcher. 
yeah, it was it was weird. And then of course he doesn't want to replace his bowcaster until he absolutely has to. So like right. you don't want to just ditch your bowcaster for a unit leader. But anyway, so it was a lot of fun times like that. And then Vader did a couple uh chops with the Wookiees, and then we played Vader's Might. And Vader's Might yeeted K2 from the safety of behind the line of sight blocking <laughs> to all the way right next to Vader. Vader then aimed and moved and got into melee with the wonderful K2. And K2 did not take any wounds on the Vader's Might, by the way, just FYI. And then Vader was able to one-shot good old K2 because uh, Vader did have a wound at that point. He took one unfortunate wound the way in. So he did have tenacity. It was great. So he one-shotted K2. Fast forward a little bit, starts, you know, chopping up some Wookiees, dealing with Wookiees, again, kind of making short work of them. His Wookiee saves, I will say this, his Wookiee saves were abysmal. I don't know, literally, I don't know if he ever saved one wound on a Wookiee. I mean, that sounds that sounds about right for Wookiees. That's, yeah. I mean, stati- statistically, it's that's statistically, not right. Statistically, yeah. yeah. No, uh, but it was rough. I throw white defense dice all the time, and I rarely save anything. And I often throw lots of white defense dice together. Yeah, it's just because you know it was hard to watch. And then just dead. You're just like, oh, okay. And then of course, choke comes in. And your choke's like, okay, but now you take a wound anyway. And now you don't have to roll for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then, then Jin dove, Jin dove in, and she did her one pip where she gets her charge melee and all those other things, and. Whew. Between the Wookiees and Jin, Vader was really feeling pretty pretty rough. But then Vader was able to fight back and smack back at Jin. It was on his two pip turn, so basically the turn where he gets fear and dead men and he gets the dodges every time someone activates, which yeah. was amazing for him. It kept him alive a lot longer than he should have been because it was just oh you activate okay before you do anything dodge. Another Wookiee wants to run in, dodge. Jin's in range two, dodge. So it was it kept him alive a lot longer than he should have been. Uh, but he swiped a Jin, almost one shot Jin. I was one away. She went down, got five of six, and then I pushed her away so that way uh, some squads could just shoot her. And I think a sniper shot her and, and got her at the end there. But yeah, all that to say. And then Vader eventually, finally, finally got smacked down by some leftover Wookiees, whoever was left. Uh, and again, at that point, he had done so much damage, I wasn't mad about it. <laughs> like, he had done his, his job. It's okay. One more turn, though, I would have been able to play Master of Evil because half of his army was at range two. And so, and kind of close to the board edge because of where we were playing. So I was like, oh, I could panic him. I could do it. I could do it. And then unfortunately, Vader died just one turn too soon, but that's okay. And then uh, long story short, lots of shooting back and forth came down to where both of our carts stalled in the middle. (laughs) And I realized, like I said, I realized I'm not going to get my cart to where it needs to go. So my whole game plan went from trying to score to stop him from scoring. And luckily I was just able to kind of keep him off that point enough, or at least tie it. Cause if you tie, that's enough. You don't have to beat him, just tie him. So right. I eventually just tied him on his own cart and that's how it went down. We went down to kill points and then I won on kill points, but uh, it was, like I said, super, super knockdown drag out kind of game. It was super fun, nice. super close. Yeah. I know my game that night uh, for reasons we're going to entirely gloss over. Um, <laughs> was rather short. Uh, when I left the game store, you looked at me and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I win this one. And it was looking pretty rough because his, it, his yeah. cart was about a solid six, eight inches closer to his objective yeah. than, it, than yours was to yours. So that was, that was in the turn in my mind where I had to say, okay, we're not going to, we're, we're not scoring. We just have to go to the school of Ben Fowler and just deny our opponent. And that's yeah, exactly <laughs> deny. If I deny. can't win, neither can you, <laughs> damn it. We're all going down together. And so, yeah, it was just, was it, 
unit leaders. If you're imagining Lucille Bluth getting off on denying her children candy bars, we should be friends now. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, so I've been thinking as you guys have been talking, yes. we've been playing this game so long. I now remember phases of the game, mm-hmm. and we're talking about all this force choking. That was a heavy thing at the very beginning of the game, yeah. and then it disappeared for a little while as points got very tight with Jedi. They're very expensive, and so you didn't see a lot of force choke because we didn't have a lot of, a lot of Jedis out we there. We didn't have a lot of Jedi. And now that Vader we're back, was really expensive. Invader was really expensive, so we just didn't have a lot of force choke. And so now we've got, we've swung back into a phase where every time I turn around, I'm just losing a dude because some Jedi is like, "No, thank you, snap." Yeah, like, <laughs> and by some Jedi we mean, and I love it. Sometimes I love it. Vader usually do. Yeah. <laughs> often do cool. Yes. Uh, Maul, Maul, Maul is also Maul so does it a lot it. too. I mean, Maul does it a lot too. Especially, yeah. I think the thing for me is yeah. Op Vader because Op Vader has his range two attack and he can scatter with it and everything. Yeah, uh, you're not normally going to just going to wipe it. I mean, it's only two black dice. It's nothing. But the point is, right. is it gets to do things and it's a doing damage and suppression and it's scattering them, which is great. Yeah. So because he which has is, a range two attack. scatters all you need to get close enough to get to one. Oh, and I had also, I should say on Vader, I had up close and personal, which was great because that really, with, Ooh, we're, with yeah. we're relentless, that saves him so much. Because again, I got to move, move. I think this was turn one. Move, move, attack. And even though, again, I didn't, I think I did one hit and I think it was, I think it went through maybe. And scatter. But because I did damage, I got to do suppression, and I got a dodge token. So it was totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. But Ryan, you were discussing your game. Now, I, I was I was pretty occupied with my game, because it was like I said, it was pretty close. So I couldn't hear what was going on, but I did hear some some lamenting going on. Is that oh, accurate? It was, it was a rough game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's also not the game I'm going to... I'll tell the stories. I, I played three oh, games boo. this week trying to... Uh, no, <laughs> I'm still going to talk about a game I lost. Don't worry. Um <laughs> <laughs> I got so to bring the average up to to you know one for one host. Uh, I got three games in this week, and I played uh, Brett twice in two days. Me and him got a got a TTS game in because I wanted to test the list before I went out and got a third FD can. I've got another one. I just haven't put it together and painted <laughs> it. Um, where uh, it was fourteen activations, Cassian, three FDs, three sniper strike teams, K two. Uh, and some vets and Mark twos, and it was just nonsense. Like a lot of Pierce, a lot of high velocity, a lot of range five. Uh, we played a, a TTS game, and the list was. I mean, I I, I beat Brett. It was pretty close. Um, it just wasn't fun because you just kind of sat back and shot. Um, and so when I showed up Wednesday, I brought a triple ton Jedi Luke with the, you know the the legally required amount of cores and a. Uh, rebel officer just uh, to kind of kind of backline and you know fill my my requirement and me and brett played a goofy game where he was running a all pretty much range two list it was leia it was double pikes with whips um it was the three of the rebel troopers with officers and the sx like 21 or whatever number it is the the you know bazooka the the range two impact gun and so it was inadvertently kind of like unintentionally kind of a, a pretty hard counter to my list where he had lots of range on me or lots of answers to my short range threats. Like Tons had a really tricky time closing the distance. And I think I could have maybe swung the game from a really subpar um, alpha strike where he just managed to get a whole bunch of Tons before they could do anything. But then Luke charges in, and I've got, I'm running Luke, and I'm taking a play out of 
out of Bushman's playbook and I put uh, into the fray on Luke for the first time. And I'm like, I just want to dive him early and try to live on surge tokens. Uh, Luke made three saves that weren't taken by cover or, or dodge tokens, three, three saves with surge tokens womp, womp, with the flex. Uh, so that was pretty, uh, pretty upsetting. I think I lost Luke on turn top of turn four. Um, we both played one pips and son of Skywalker was going to keep me in the game, but he got to, he won the roll off and got to go with some Wookiees and just ate Luke for breakfast. Um, and I lost that game pretty, pretty hard. Um, it was to, to some squirrely dice, and I think Brett would attest to that. But the game I wanted to really talk about was I played a local who I had briefly met a couple times at tournaments I was running, but hadn't really gotten a game with. And he, Tim's talked about him, who is playing playing games like two to three games a week uh, in Nathan. Oh, oh yes, that's right. I forgot you played him. Yeah, He's so a, I met him whew. up on Thursday, and it's a cue we, the Rocky uh, montage here. But. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, I brought, I hadn't, I hadn't disassembled my echo base list yet. So I, I brought it. I've got lots of reps under my belt with it. And he brings this, all the, all like all the things Ryan hates, not all the things there were no magnus. Um, but it was Kalani double spider Bosk, Cad Bane, and then a bunch of B ones with, uh, I think they all had the crit gun on them. And then like one or two HQ uplinks. Uh, so it was just an irritating C of, of CIS. And we end up playing Danger Close Limited Viz Breakthrough. So I thought I had a pretty good turn zero. Um, there was not an excellent place for my FD, uh, which was a, a little upsetting. And he was at 11 acts, so my 12 activation doesn't feel quite as overpowering. And we uh, we get Limviz, so I'm like, this is pretty good for my taunts. It shuts a lot of his range with his spiders down. I can I can position up. We do the the turn one. Everybody single moves on danger close and takes standby tokens and dares the other to to come out and party. Um, he throws his Cad Bane tokens down, and the like my bag does everything it needs to. So on on one side of the U, we've got two spiders going head-to-head against Leia and all my core. Um, I'm running three Mark IIs, three Vets, no heavies, but I've got a little bit of crit and can really fire support. I know I need to focus on fire supporting just to get lots of hits to overcome the spider's armor. Um, maybe the Mark IIs will get some crits, maybe not, who knows. Uh, Cad, Cad Bane tokens are down, so he's not deploying. He's got in the in the back of his U, he's got all of his B1s. He does a really good job of castling them up. Um, oh, he did have Magnus, now that I think about it. He had some Whip Magnus. They weren't Rocket Magnus, though, so they were slightly less irritating. Um, and then he know, had a whip, big whip rock. Whip Magnus is pretty good, though. He had, a, he had a big rock that he put Bosk up on. And whenever I see a Bosk with my Triple Taunt list... I really want to hunt down that boss because there's a good chance, even if he's in like an elevated position where Bosks almost always are, if I can get all my taunts to go after Bosk does, I can throw, you know, my uh, 4, 8, 12 red dice with Sharpshooter 1 into Bosk. And if not kill him, get get close uh, to, to do like a last first and get him off the table right away. So my first two sets of taunts go in and managed to get, like, two wounds on him. 
Like my red dice just kind of blanked. He hit some some saves. That independent surge is killer. It's so good. Um, it's so people. And then he manages to regen two. one of them. So when my third Tom comes in, he's only on one wound. So I just kind of divert him to go help my infantry line deal with one of the uh, deal with one of the spiders. So I'm hoping to get a, a nice big ram attack in. And there's also two bane tokens over there where I'm pretty sure Cad's gonna pop up. And so I stop just range one outside of him. To where hopefully as soon as Cad Bane pops, I can go I can go ram him before he really gets himself in a in a precarious position. And we we start to play, and my two taunt my uh, my two remaining tawns slide over and get in with his magna guards. Not what I want to do. I but I don't want his magnas to have freedom of movement either. I want to I want to stymie them and slow them down. Hopefully deal with them. Deal with Bosk in melee with tawns and then have enough time to, to get to the B1s. Normally I always want to go after the squishy white saves and the, the B1s with my tawns, but since he put them so far back, I was going to really have to expose my tawns to getting shot by the Magnus, shot by Bosk, and shot by all the B1s if I wanted to crash into them. So I, I opted to go start the melee with the Magnus. I actually do okay on the front with the spiders. Um, I get some... One of my rebel vets just gets lucky and is suppressed and rolls four crits into a spider droid. Um, his spider saves are pretty good, but I'm also rolling lots of crits, so I managed to break the, both of them, I think, by the end of turn three and then uh, get them both off the board turn four. Which was, which was pretty nice. I kept uh, switching my fire back and forth because in the order that he was activating them, I was trying to break them before they would activate. And turn five is a, is a big turn. He does the right thing and he recognizes that his B1s don't really need to shoot. And this is, this is where I know that Nathan's going to be a really good player. Most people look at their big die pools, look at the shooty bits, and really need to attack. And he recognized very early that he needs to forego his B1 offense and just, since he kind of put them further back, just move them. Leia gets a CB off on all of his B1s, where I'm just trying to remove models. A CB in, with an aim token into B1s ends in two wounds being dealt. Okay. Like grand total? Total. Okay. Okay. Which, is, which is awful. Ooh. Six reds yeah, with an aim. I would aim. have expected. Yeah. Yeah. He he had some pretty good lucky B1 saves on units that, ap- that t- came to find out are really going to matter. Uh, because he had, at the end of the game, he had three units on one wound and ties me on breakthrough. Cad Bane got down to one wound. He had one B1 on one guy that I just could never find range on um, yeah. after after Leia whiffed her shot and some tawns yeah. whiffed there. A single tawn whiffed his shot, and uh, we tied, but he was so far ahead on kill points um, that, uh, that he's the second person to, to beat my triple tawn echo base list. Um, there you go. It's just that list is so many wounds. It's got such good range between the spiders and bosks and the versatility that Cad brings. I just don't know how to I, lists like that. I don't know how to beat. I really don't. Did he um, get any? Um, did he get any bounties? No, no, he did okay. not. Did deny him the bounty. Um, yeah, art. <laughs> R2 played this really squirrely game with this piece of terrain of peekaboo with Boss, because like Boss would want, run one direction to try to find R2, and then R2 would run the other direction, and then Boss would <laughs> scale up onto something else, and R2 would go back to where he was just to hide. <laughs> I I understand what you're saying, and I hate it. 
I just want you to know yeah. I hate that. Like every fiber so, of my being, I hate that. But yeah, that literally the game came down to two saves. Um, and that two saves could have been a variety of different places. Could have been the last Magna unit leader. Could have been on some B1s. Cad Bane was on one hit point. Like if I can get one more save forced on and like across four different units, that game is mine. So it was super close. Nathan's got a good head on his shoulders, and uh, he's uh, he's definitely a local to to watch out for here in Knoxville. It's a good game. Well, speaking of the cinematic moments, uh, especially like that, I love playing Nathan because they're almost always something that looks beautiful when, when those games happen. Yeah. Uh, check out our Instagram, where Will, I know, is going to post some photos of his paintings. Probably stuff. not. He did a lot of basing on, on Thursday. He will. I, I'll remind him. He will. Tim may or may not post some things. Ryan has never taken a photo. I, I, nope. if, I so, remember to, uh, if I remember to post them, I will post them. But Look, I get in the zone, which is, people, okay? I get in the zone. If you find me at an event, folks... If I'm at a tournament and you're there, you can tap me on the shoulder and be like, "A, take a photo of your game, Ryan, or like take a photo of me. I don't know. Just well, remind me, people. You have my permission. Do, don't don't you have a degree in like videography? Like don't you? Yeah, I do. Don't I you learn things? <laughs> That's because they didn't offer degrees in Star Wars Legion, and I would have flunked out. <laughs> no, you would have passed. Oh man, you would have passed. <laughs> You would have passed. Oh, you would have been a star of the class. But Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Rate us on your listening platforms, wherever you download them. I am still using the Google. Occasionally, I do use my Spotify. Um, those kind of things. Check us out at SW Stabcast and all those places, because that is how we get to you every two weeks. Yeah, One I can tell you guys are, are giving us more, more decent ratings and interactions on your podcast platforms. Uh, I true. appreciate that, because I keep getting more and more emails from automated services telling us to monetize our podcast and uh this is true oh no <laughs> and we don't monetize for you guys yeah. we don't monetize for right you guys. but like what are they offering <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on the wonderful legion discord i would say streaming services but we don't maybe uh, maybe this upcoming uh invader season uh, maybe i can get back into it uh lied to myself but oh. yeah. <laughs> also, I will say, um, so our lovely friend who tagged the Sun Spheres, he was driving through Knoxville, but also didn't stop to play with yes, us. Yes, it's true. Uh, when you summon us in the middle of the summertime <laughs> like that, the Legion Discord gets real nervous. I was just going to say, you know, all the admins so- start shaking a little bit like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring There's their too group much chat. Tim, Will, and I too all much showed up within five nonsense. minutes. <laughs> You don't want our group chat to show up in general. Like the, the last time that happened, it got renamed Stabcast General. To be fair, it's so. true. it did actually, <laughs> and it was a delight. So you can see our semi-annual appearances. Where we, <laughs> uh, I'm there, like a good, t- like a good Tom Waits show. Sometimes the band will just show up, play a gig, and then leave. So I'm there every uh, so secret often. Show, secret but you shows. can you can find us just by tagging us at Stabcast, whatever our name is. Yep. Right now, I'm actually at Stabcast Tim Dash. Not the Fifth Trooper Network. Not, uh-huh, because uh-huh. everyone and their mother seems to be part of their Fifth Trooper Network right now and has it on their Discord tag. So I just wanted to make sure we were clear. Listen, you know. I will burn this podcast to the ground before we join. Oh, like, you know, I will it's go funny through you say that. Delete the files. It's yeah, funny no, you we say can, that, we can, Ryan. We can just move right on. Yeah, we can just move yeah. right on. So, you know, maybe Ryan was on a, a certain cast recently that might be worth a listen. I don't know. I hear, that, I hear they have a few followers. I hope it kicks off for him. Really hope. So yeah, well. you know, we're, we, I did some cross pollination <laughs> to, really, well. to really help them out. You know, lend the yeah, it's good of you to lend your your clout to them. Really, it's kind yeah. of you. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to support our shenanigans, uh, you can do so at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast. Buy yourself a nice fancy fanny pack, or it's it's getting hoodie season. 
you know, you want to, you want to suit up, uh, we would be grateful. It helps keep our, uh, podcast service running, pays our, our hosting costs, or you can drop us a note at swstabcast at gmail.com with, uh, things you want us to talk about for just a few dollars for just a few dollars. You can get a stabcast fanny pack or t-shirt or hoodie and your money goes directly, indirectly, sometimes to helping fund food for our rabid raccoon Brett. It's true. <laughs> when he says keep the it servers running, it's actually just Brett running on a hamster wheel with the servers, like it is. a Windows 95 server actually running, just because we're advanced like that. Listen, you got to keep Brett running because it's sometimes true. we have to mute him on our own personal Discord, yes. and then that just makes him more rabid, gets him wound up, but he's got to have some energy to replenish that. Yes, it's so. true. It's true. You gotta replenish. Stab calf giveth and the, the stab calf taketh That's, away. It taketh we away. Mostly taketh away. Uh speaking of grand events coming yeah. up to us that you can come see us in playing. So many. So many. There's so many. So we have Nova. Are you going to Nova? I am going to Nova. I got the plane booked and everything, all that jazz. Nice. So it'll be uh, August thirty first through September fourth. Um I'll be there. Let's see, I'm landing I believe I'm landing Thursday evening. So I'll be there from Thursday evening all the way through leaving Monday. Because uh, it is a uh, nice. Labor Day weekend, so I get to kind of relax and I figure just enjoy the extra day, hopefully explore DC cool. a little bit. So that'll be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. It did sell out really quick, but hey, you never know. Keep your eye out. It could be a last minute ticket that opens up. Uh, also opening up soon is Invader League Season 9. So signups yeah. open September 1st, and they're open all the way through the 17th, and then Round Robin will start on the 23rd all the way through October. Uh, if you have As to worry always, about Stabcast is a sponsor. Exactly. Sure. Uh, you know us. We always support the bottom of any <laughs> bracket right. winners. So. Yeah, that's right. We started from the bottom and we're still there. That's yeah. right. The bracket that we created low these three years ago, <laughs> or three three seasons ago, we created that bracket. We said there's not enough prize support for those who would be just out of range of winning, which is what Stabcast is almost always is. We also yep. so. we bought out the bottom bracket and then we were asked to we to ease up because sometimes it's just too much <laughs> trash for one people one person to, to organize. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta spread the trash, spread the love. Spread it spread it quite around. But yeah. So that that will be fun. Like I said, it's always good. It's fun to watch those games. A lot of streaming, a lot of video feeds on there. Um, they do a great job on the Discord of making sure people could watch and and just see. And, and you get a lot of list archetypes. You get a lot of changes, yeah. a lot of interesting pieces. The world wideness of it all. Again, those Europeans they take this game in a different place. And I'm always like, what is going on there? And then the Australians play. And weirdness just happens anyway. It's always won by someone from Southeast Asia. I, so yeah, my, <laughs> no, my favorite is still the, is was Bob sitting in, literally in a shack in borderline yes. the outback, and he's like, "Hey, I'm on my laptop in a shack outside by a school bus or something like that." And, and so if I cut out, just give me a minute, I'll come back. And I was like, "Okay," and then he beat me, and I was like, "That's fine. This he, is such yeah, a good story. Wall, it's yeah. great." Yeah. <laughs> Um, Michigan GT, September 30th, October 2nd. Man, I would have loved to have gone to that. I have classed that that October uh, first weekend. Would mm. love to have been there. Uh, but if you are going, like I said, our, our good buddy Jay Muth is absolutely going. Yep. It's a great time in Michigan. I do hate that we just can't go up there. So Ryan and I have family. Like it should be a place yeah, we get to be, go to. Yeah, it should be a place Timing has not go. worked out for us. Yeah, fantastic uh, people up there. So go go check out the Michigan GT. The, the GT. GG, 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 GG. It's already over. There you go. So speaking of going up a little bit north, I guess it's still north for us, but we're in the south, so everything's north. Uh, the Cincinnati <laughs> Open is October eighth. Now we've we've been getting a little bit of buzz about this. We we got it up to eight people so far on TTO. I imagine there's some more that just haven't signed up on TTO yet. But 
Reminds me, I've, I've got to sign up on TTO. I've, yeah, I've, I've bought my tickets. I haven't actually signed see? up on TTO. See, exactly. So uh, I encourage you to sign up for that. Sounds good. Uh, we're not like running it or anything like that. Someone asked me, like, why are you pumping up so no. much? I don't no. know, because it seems cool. Let's go. Let's yeah. just. Uh, and if, we're and just if, going. Yeah, and if so. you're running a regional level tournament of like, you have at least 32, if not yeah. more tickets to sell, uh, shoot us a message. We'll we'll throw you in our in our promo rotation. That's, yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. That's for. Uh, yeah. So I'll be honest. So where we live in Knoxville, we we joke about how we're nine hours from everything, and we really are. Mm-hmm. So if you grew up in Knoxville and you wanted to go to a theme park or to a baseball game, <laughs> you had to go to Atlanta, all right, and Six Flags. That's four hours. Or you went up to Cincinnati, for about four hours to yeah. see the Reds, and then go up to is that Kings Island. Kings Island. Yeah, yeah. Kings Island. So like that was what kids around here did because you know Dollywood everyone does Dollywood. So or you, you go, want to go the, to a the big extra city, couple a couple hours and you go to Cedar Point like God intended, right? That's uh, true. He's right. Yes, He's right. you're right. He's but right. you weren't taking kids to Cedar Point. That extra drive you don't want to be in a bus for those extra four hours or three hours to get there. I'm with you. Cedar Point is the better theme park. I've been there, love it. But you weren't taking school bus full of kids. Atlanta or Cincinnati was the best place you could go there. So. And Cincinnati's access accessible to just about everywhere, yeah. and the bridge is mostly fixed, so it's not <laughs> the that river bad may or may not still be on fire, but the bridge the, is fixed. The bridge is the mostly bridge is fixed. <laughs> it's such a ringing endorsement of a of a place, really. <laughs> so last time I drove north to see my sister, the traffic wasn't quite so bad. So yeah. look, I'm um, not going a huge bridge, fan of like Cincinnati, the there. but if they can put on a killer legion tournament, we'll we'll, well go give them the benefit of the doubt. It's not Let's chili. It's a skyline. It's a topping chili. That's we're, all. It is. We're not doing skyline. That's it's that's a topping for a hot dog. That's it. Belong it's, a, spaghetti. it's a spicy spaghetti. No, but, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a cinnamon spaghetti. It makes no sense. It's a spicy spaghetti. It's a, no, it's a it, it zesty spaghetti. spaghetti. Again, it's a interesting <laughs> hot dog topping. That's it. It shouldn't be Skyline Chili. It should be Skyline hot dog topping, I guess. That's what should be the but, name of the restaurant. But listen, Cincinnati is one of the few cities where I was approached by a woman at 3 o'clock in the morning asking me to go to an after-dinner club. Like an after dance club, after everything else is closed, and it's probably one of the few cities you've ever been gas station by I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> now, she, my very well, exactly, maybe what happened there. It's rare. I mean, I'm a good, I'm a decently looking guy, but I'm also a fat guy, so I don't get approached by women too often. <laughs> but apparently, I was had enough game that night to be invited. But then I was like, I'm going to get mugged and possibly. Yeah, lose I was about to say so you I were going to be traffic. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> ben, <laughs> the good news is you're you're right about that age where like now you can start like ride that wave of like I look successful, so now I can just feel like yes, I'm I'm a bit on the heftier. Exactly. Side, but it's because of my success. Ha ha! Success. Because of my success, yes. I can afford it. Because of the implication of the success. Yeah. Anyhow, if you want to go to Cincinnati a lovely Open, city, October the eighth. <laughs> if you want to go to a great city that's not Cincinnati, you can go to San Diego, uh, October twenty first through the twenty third for the SoCal uh, Open. San Diego. Uh, I'm planning to go. I think Will had some stuff come up where he's now not able to make it. Yeah. I'm still at about fifty percent. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll swing it. We'll see. And uh, and then the uh, the West Coast is going to get another great event after after SoCal. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I'm a little jealous of this. Popping off, yeah. It's Golden yeah. State Games World Qualifier right there. So it's a 64 person event right now, and that said they said the top four get invites because it's a world qualifier, and then the first place gets airfare and hotel. That's killer. So they, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's like an LVO deal. Uh, or a a little upset because there was, you know, a Knoxville <laughs> tournament that had 64 players and we didn't even get an email. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Our state's not as pretty, I guess. AMG, I, mean, I think I think it's pretty. <laughs> AMG, please but, call I mean, him. I will we say. We need you to call him. <laughs> yes, please, Angie, please. Please call. I, I will say, I'm glad the West Coast is getting an yeah. event like no, that. They, yeah. they no, they definitely deserve one. Absolutely. They need one. Because they have some great players. 
they have a very yeah, active they do. player base. Yeah, they really do. And God bless, even the old FFG days, it seems like if they couldn't drive from Minneapolis, they didn't want to go. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the South didn't have a lot right. of events. Right. I mean, we talked about just getting X-Wing events in Atlanta. Like, the local guys just ran that stuff just because they could, yeah. and it would sometimes get stuff sent to us. Like, they didn't want to branch out a lot. Like, they're like Dallas like, you know, should be a big game. Like, yeah. we have great tournaments in Dallas yeah. like, multiple times a year. There should be world qualifiers down Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I mean, Oh yeah, but it's it is a uh, November fifth through the sixth, and you can find all those in, all the info on uh, TTO and whatnot. But it's also on, of course, the Legion Discord. All these events uh, are on Legion Discord. I don't think Cincinnati has its own tab, but that's okay. We talk about it enough. We'll we'll get it a tab at some point. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a tab. We'll get a tab. Yes. Actually, I was just uh, looking at those tabs right now. I was like, yeah, they don't have one. No, they don't. But <laughs> but you can always find – but is if you look under upcoming tournaments, some of the smaller ones are on there, yeah. and that's where you can find them. So you can always find them on there. And you can – remember, folks, Discord has a search function. You can search within a chat to find it under a keyword. It's, like, super easy. Like, mm-hmm. a, yeah. Anyway. Ben, you can navigate there with your trackball. It's okay. It's Listen, fine. I – I actually, am. I'm currently navigating with my track. I <laughs> <laughs> got you. I know all. Uh, but then using the search function, actually, <laughs> a little bit closer to home, though. Uh, also in November, November 12th to the 13th, Queen City uh, Gaming is going to be having the Queen City Charity Tournament in Concord, North Carolina, which is only what what four hours from here. Yeah, Jordan's putting that on. Who yeah. did our media coverage for the Cherokee Open? Yes. Uh, so we're we're super excited to super excited uh, to, to work with him and and make that that tournament should be fun. I'm always a fan of, yeah. of charity tournaments. It's uh it is free to sign up. So when you do everything online to sign up, but they will be asking. I think they said for a forty five dollar uh, donation, which is obviously it sounds a little steep on the front end. But remember, it's a charity event, so you're trying to raise yeah. money here, folks. So and that's that's don't be you know about what you'd pay for like a frontline event. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's, not just you know within reason for sure. Yeah, absolutely within reason for a, for yeah. a you know a multi day event. So that'll be. Good and time. then uh, if you wanted to go further north in the dead of winter, I'm planning on going to Pax Unplugged to the Nick Bodnar Open, uh, December second through fourth. There. Yes. Um, nice. Okay. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At Pax Unplugged, uh, it's a free tournament, but you do have to buy a Pax badge. Uh, if you want any details, uh, PM Nick with. Uh, pictures of uh of cute adorable kittens and he'll get right back to you i don't know if that's a full and uh yeah sure you know yeah nope, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yep, for sure yeah it's a thing that's for sure happen. guaranteed guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> well that puts it into december of course we take the the winter holiday breaks but coming back right behind that lvo at the end of january yeah the Ryan, tournament that Tim, ben will never get to there. i still got to book flights I'll but i'll get, get there that's the only thing i have left to book <laughs> is flights because i just keep hoping hoping that they're gonna drop a little bit <laughs> but i love las vegas that's the thing i love las vegas and, and i know why like i know why they're doing it that time period like vegas is actually really nice during that time period like weather wise Let's go off season, guys. Let's put a tournament in Vegas in June. I don't think like mid June. I don't think we can 114 a, degrees. A hotel there in I, June. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want that on any no, no. level. You could you could absolutely afford a hotel because people don't want to go to Vegas That's when it's a thousand degrees outside. It's in front of the sun, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> I've been in Vegas in the summertime and watched it rain and watched the water evaporate before it hit the ground. Like before it hit us. That sounds like it's coming down in the that sky. That sounds awful. You see it raining and then just goes. I evaporate. I imagine at that point you're literally just running from casino to casino, be like the sun. No, no. So you, what happens is you don't feel how hot it is until you get to the air conditioning, and your body just super condenses all of that, like all the sweat, 
because it just evaporates off your body so quickly. You don't feel the sweat. I think I would it's stay only in the, the Cosmo, program. gamble in the Cosmo, and like never leave the Cosmo. There you go. <laughs> what you want to do is find those hotels that are all connected by underground tunnels and stuff. Yes, that's true. That's true. And then you just never travel through the sun. Yeah. But I mean, yes. But I've only been to Vegas in the summertime because that's when my schedule would allow me to go. So I do not know winter Vegas and what that feels like. It's great, but there are yeah. the pools are all closed, which is a little bit sad. Like the flamingo. Well, we've done a, oh, it's great. Ben's but done our close. weather report. Um, yeah. We we go. It, this this segment doesn't feel right without Will. It never does. But we it have, doesn't feel right. So we have the uh, news. The news. Uh, we yeah, all say the, the news, news in a funny voice, and then we move on because the there's news. no news. The, the news. news. Yeah, there's, it, there's a, Will has written a note of khakis. I don't even know what that means. I don't know so. what that means either. Thanks, Will. Um, um, he's lost it. I guess he's. I guess Will's wearing khaki pants because of work, and that's not a Will thing to wear that really know. isn't a will thing to wear um I, it really isn't i mean he's not a khaki pants uh, kind of guy listen only the two of the four so, of us wear khakis at the show <laughs> yes it really is really <laughs> you're right Tim. <laughs> you and i are middle <laughs> class and substance you're correct i'm not that's fine <laughs> so is it a news drought or is it because they just didn't space it out i don't super it's well. not a drought because there was a period where we had nothing but news all I, was the time. Say, I think to me it's more like a news oasis and we have that oasis and the oasis is still full of water, and we're fine. So, but yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's not the wet season. Because we have so right many now. things we know are coming. Yeah, we we have so many things we know are coming. It's just a matter of getting that timing out before the end of the year. And it, it'll probably and, be it, around the start of September, to beginning to mid September, that we'll start to see more and more of the October wave yeah. of, of releases. That I think is uh, Din and uh, IG. Well, and so, what I do, what I'll say too, is I like what they've done for as far as where we're at now, news wise, is that we have obviously a lot of details on immediate stuff happening, but there's still a lot that we don't know, but we can speculate on and things like that. Like that's still fun, so we can still think like, sure. oh, like what are what are the other command cards for uh, for what's the face for the evil uh, Breaking Bad guy and for. All the other folks, like, what are their unit cards going to look like? What is this going to look like? So, right, where right, you right. know a direction. Still plenty of news. Yeah, it's plenty of news, and we have, like, at least directed speculation, which is always nice. And, you know, if you go back and listen to earlier episodes of this podcast, like the mid-30s, there was always a perennial complaint of FFG spoiling everything or nothing. Right. Yeah. And so then yeah. we would have six months where we had news but no models, so then I would complain about how the Discord had ruined a thing by going to TTS and playing it out and realize, oh, this, this unit's garbage, don't buy it and then there'd just be tons of boxes left in stores because people couldn't spend money on it right. so we're not at that place we're not there but yeah i think i think it's okay that we're, we don't have any news for the moment yeah i think and i think there's a, a certain amount of joy too and maybe it's a bit well, childlike too but there's a certain amount of joy where when you go and open a box and you say like okay what all is in this box because i i haven't seen exactly. everything like oh my gosh look at this unit car look at this upgrade look at oh here's yeah here's the full text this is what the full yeah, like text I, says. Yes. When I popped my, uh, I mean, the big surprise for me was I popped my swoop bikes open. This is the first Legion release I can think of that didn't come with any upgrade cards. Like you got the unit card for the bikes. Uh, exactly. But there's no upgrades. And granted, it only has a comm slot. And we just got the uh, the card upgrade pack, which has all the new comms in it, like multiple copies. So you really don't need any cards in there. Um, but it was still it was still weird. It was still weird. Not a bad thing. Just a, just a weird thing. It's mostly just weird that you bought swoops. But you know, look. All right. <laughs> I play all the off-meta weird stuff. So do I have pikes? Yes, but I haven't opened their boxes yet because I refuse to until you know 
I don't want to be that guy. Swoosh. I might have a I might have a unit of they'll be painted, but they'll be headless pikes. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, and I will say that I always love these models. I think the models look fantastic. Yeah. From the pictures I'm seeing of these swoops on the line, I yeah. think the models look just fa- and, great. And swoops are a unit that I've wanted for a long time. Um, like a light, fast cavalry unit for for rebels. Um, do I think they're a little uh, underwhelming? Man, eh, maybe. But I need to get them to the table first. So I'm I'm hoping to maybe get that done the next couple days. Where pay- Where is together. our dirge so, and his troops with the uh, the swooped spears? That's what we need. That's what we need. That's really that's really it. Well, that, I mean, so, someone's going to hobby these things because these are melee swoops. I'm sure someone's going to hobby this up to be to be dirge. Although, yeah, honestly, CIS can't take them, so get wrecked. <laughs> so, speaking of people who live in the desert, um, Ryan, yeah. you have been in the desert preaching the good words of a rules update. In any sign of that on the horizon? Nope, got nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> Keep being told. Uh, and I and I know it's like nobody's directly's fault except for uh, except for I can only imagine it's like locked up in licensure um, for you know LFL slash Disney slash whoever. Um, I blame George Lucas. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Um, he lasts from his mouth. Lifelong wealth. Star Wars fan. I've been doing that since 1999. That's right. <laughs> really, 1997. Thank like, you for creating this property, the, you son of a bitch. I hate you. Depending on how you feel about the the special edition re-releases. Um, I I believe it was uh, Marsh's Marsh's uh, Marsh's vision that brought everything together. So, uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got I got nothing. I'm very excited for it when it does come. If it does half the things that it's that I've been promised, uh, in terms of like ease and accessibility, um, but that's and it's like, yeah, I like to land last people, but I guess it'll be nice for a minute too. It's gonna take a lot of work, especially with the inclusion of the rules form because a huge probably rules form is going to have to be cleaned up with that as, as well. And every time they post yes. a new update, they have to go find everything on the forms that is going to change and either delete, edit or amend uh, to, to make reflect the new, the new rule set. So it, it is a lot of work, um, but it's something as a, as a TO and as a judge, I desperately want to see. I want to see them when they, if they amend anything in FAQ, like in the rules form, I just literally wanted to say, JK. Like, no explanation, no nothing, just JK. <laughs> JK doesn't do that. This is one of those places where, and, and again, I know it is a lot of hard work, and it's one of those things, and I know game companies are always about money and time. You go hire someone whose entire job is to do this, like a research librarian whose entire job is to collate all the data that researchers are doing and then cross-reference the bejesus out of that. They're like, there's people who have who sure. do this stuff, like their degrees in the thing. And you just make it a living rules document that is constantly, you know, cross-tabulated and hypertext ben, and linked up to all the ben, things. stop and... trying to get us to hire your English major friends when no one's going to hire them. <laughs> no one, <Listen>, yeah. <laughs> listen. <laughs> it's what they do, Tim. It's what they do. <laughs> they can do it on the street. It's fine. It's actually, it's what all the information science. This is what librarians we'll like, do. Legit, street grammar librarians where it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but speaking of people that have way too much time just to type up things, uh, let's do a let's do a mail call, shall we? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so we got a we got a lovely message, and I'm gonna do my best not to just rant. Uh, I think I, I have full faith in the others will not. Uh, but Jan, our good friend Jan, who sends us not a list. It's not lists. It's great. It's just no, a, a port is, yes. a portents of lists. Lists will be coming. Uh, uh, but Jan writes us, today, regretfully, I do not bring you any new lists, cursed or otherwise. Instead, bring the council a question. Right now, what is the worst units 
in the game. Uh, the Lat, the Gav, Swoops, Callus, Grievous, or Rex. I think Callus, Grievous, and Rex are all fine. Uh, yeah, Arcs so. or even Droidicas. Um, yeah, there. I know there are no bad units. Just got to find the right circumstances. But what units do you think are just not up to snuff? Also, yes, I'm aware this topic may not have been covered, may have been covered before, um, but the meta is so different now that it's probably worth revisiting. In uh, full disclosure, <laughs> I want to know your opinions for the express purposes of trying to make new lists with those units. So we will probably be sent lists with uh, <laughs> with things that we why, list why, here. Why do you um, want to hurt us? Why do you wish to? And this is why I love him. <laughs> this is why I love him so much. For a man I've never met. Yeah, I love you so much. I love you so much. So I kind of this is going in line. Something we were talking about earlier today was about force choke. Like it disappeared for a while, it did. and I'm glad to see it back because there's been some changes there to make that work and worthwhile. Other things he's mentioned, I think Callus, Grievous, and Rex are perfectly fine. Yep. Callus probably doesn't see as much play just because of other options that are slightly better. Yeah. Uh, I think Droidicas are good. They just don't have a place to sit inside their current meta setup. I agree with that. And the, yeah, and every, maybe once we start getting more in independent the, in the support slot is just better. Like I, th- I actually think. Yeah. Here, here's the spicy hot take. I think Droidicas are like what the other support should be balanced around. For me, it feels pretty good at 75 points. Um, uh, and right. just the, the, the spider and the staps need to need to go need to go up. And there needs to be a way. I think uh, I think maybe you just need to find a way more reliably get them a name token. Okay. Because I think that's, they're if you can fair. get them an aim, I yes. think they're absolutely fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think their die yeah. pool, and because it has no surge and no critical or anything like that. I think you need an aim, and I think right now there just isn't a super reliable way to get that aim. Well, in range, yeah. The only ways to give them an order and also put a LTA, LTA, yes. yeah, yeah. It was, it was an acronym. Can... Sorry, with an L. <laughs> I really think they'd the be a, targeting. Array. They'd be a nice like when we list build. I do the same thing too. We tend to double and triple down on things. I could really see a Droidica being like a one-off in a list with an LTA. Cause if you spam out LTAs, like since they don't pass tokens themselves, it's really hard to get multiples of them orders. But if you could, you know, yeah. run like double staff Droidica, um, I could, uh, I could try to end your, end your daisy chain there. I could, I could see something. Now I will say emergency transponders on them. Isn't a bad thing. I don't I mean, think one it's, time I think that's a aim or dodge. I think that's actually really great. You're going to spend some points on it. It's four points. So it's not the five you get from an LTA, but that way the time it comes yeah. from the bag, you have the thing you want. And it changed. Like it really helped when I played it with airspeeders before pikes scared me off of playing double airspeeder, uh, getting that extra aim token for that turn. You need to maneuver into position, um, or, you know, Droidicas are more commonly going to be using it when they trigger AI. That uh, that could be that could be really interesting. But that's not what we're talking about. We're supposed to talk about units that no. are bad, not units that are okay, just <laughs> not amazing. Oh, let's let's just run by factions then. Okay. I mean, is there another unit inside the CIS that really could use that doesn't see as much play as we think they should be? I mean, the CIS is. I mean, in general, I All right, think. Let's let's talk. Is let's, it BXs? Let's talk about what you mean when we say that. Do we mean because I think there's those are two different things bad units or units we don't see enough of because i think when we look at cis i think cis is overall in a really good spot they just have some outliers but all of their outliers i think are on the top end yeah i don't Um, think so like again even droidicus i don't know like does cs have a bad unit maybe bx's i I would say i mean according to his own email there are no bad units about the right circumstances the right place sure but things that just aren't quite up to snuff. And I would say our BX is the thing that aren't quite up to snuff for the rest of that faction. 
because it is kind of it is geared a little high. I, I mean, I'll when you say to the rest of that faction, the answer is obviously yes because magna guards exist, but For only you, four points more. But you compare a BX <laughs> to anything else in any other faction, and they are they're good. They're they're not amazing. They're, good. they're, they're fine. Good. Like a, they're fine. Yeah. A, yeah. A, a strike team with an impervious red save is really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, double, double two white dice at range three. I mean, or just like you know, you're taking BXs as snipers. Style? So like a double red sniper right. with lethal. Yeah, I, th- I think they're they're fine. So I don't. But again, they they have the same issue of getting that that aim when they need it. Yeah. They do. Yes, that's true. That's true. Or getting that aim it, because the AI is what gets them if you don't have the order token on them. All right. So because it's CIS, we do have to dig deep. But I do think I have a unit that that does need some something and that is where it's not even a unit because the b1 is super strong we all know that uh but the e60r the uh the rocket boy no the 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 rad rad cannon cannon. it's the rad cannon. oh the rad cannon (laughs) it's such a simple fix to see those everywhere (laughs) it's it's the problem is it has to do damage and it just doesn't always do damage yeah, and the, but the other issue is if you make them good, you're just going to take six of them and like character play disappears. Yeah, I think they um, have to be bad. But, I think they yeah. have to be where they're at because otherwise it's just it's just disgusting. So, so before the tweeters come at us, the E60R is the rocket boy. Is it, yeah, the no, radiation I got, I got cannon B1 trooper. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I and I, I you know you know I'm such a strong supporter of this card before we actually hit tables because I love the idea. I do. I love the idea, but yeah, I just doesn't. It doesn't. We rarely get the one wound enough to get the poison token. Yeah, and for the point cost, even at sixteen, I just don't because it's range two. The two red dice are great, but when I can do that one red die at range four with a critical to help me surge, it's how do I find the points? Like where, what, what? Uh, how do we fix that little card? I'm with you, Ryan. I, I'm with you. I agree. That's the one place they could use some tweak. Um, I do think- you add critical one. No, 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 get out of here. I mean, you, I think you you tip, <laughs> you you tip their their tick their cost up some, and you you give it the Bosk treatment where you don't have to hit, but you do have to like at least generate a like suppression generate a hit. Um, okay, but you don't let poison stack. So like on a unit's activation, after it activates, it removes all poison tokens and takes one wound. It takes that one wound. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that way I you can't that. just light a Jedi up with six poison tokens and then go about your your merry way. Now blah, 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 that is getting blah, blah, blah. guaranteed wounds. Like because honestly, if that happens, people are going to be taking six of these. Uh, takes guaranteed wounds onto onto a unit, um, like spread across a whole bunch of units, and so you would have to tip the, the the point cost up. Or the other cool thing you could do is if you didn't, if you wanted to to kind of make a, a limiting factor, um, you could make it uh, um, cumbersome. You can make yeah, it cumbersome, you so you can't close to range two and shoot in the same round. You have to you have to close and then either stand by or or wait for the next turn to set your little radiation shot up and then shoot. We could fix it using an using an X wing rule. Remember when they had uniqueness and then they had like the two dot three dot uniqueness, so you limited the mm-hmm. number of those units you could take. I don't remember that, but if that was a two thing, that's that's why. No, it was before, but it was mostly in the the CIS faction as well. Oh, gotcha. So it was unique, but it was unique. You could have two or three of them, but gotcha. no more than two or. Three. 
three, depending on the, the depth. Yeah, I know what you're so. talking about. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. But I yeah, that, that would be fine. There has solid. to be some kind of limiting factor. Um, and right, because yeah. you don't want to have just poison everywhere. And then you would have to to limit the amount of poison that can be can be taken on a unit. Otherwise, like Jedi just go away, or characters in, in general just go away. But, yeah. but in that same vein, the Dioxys, you know, uh, uh, BX unit guy has the same issue with that. Those grenades don't do enough damage, so they don't do a lot of things. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, the Doxus Mind Saboteurs, like I said, because you have to hit a hit on the poison and the bomb itself is only black, white, white, it's real hard to get that. Even with blast, it's hard to get that well, damage through. They, and they do surge. So I think they're actually, like math-wise, I think they're actually a pretty solid saboteur of all the sabs out there. The, well, the problem is, once again, they take up a very competitive slot. Uh, and B, they're a right. dud in one of the now five matchups. When and you know when CIS was really on the rise, why would you take these guys that do a cool poison thing? When for a while, about a third of the field was other droid players, and poison is, is worthless against. So I think that's honestly one of the biggest things that hampers the the BX droid is the bomb doesn't do its cool thing in every game. I think that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's really the only quote unquote weak no. uh, CIS unit. No. So I, I will say we had, I know we've had the conversation before about the Dioxys mine. Your average number of hits on that attack is 0.68 Ugh. for those three dice against reds. And again, I'm just scrolling down. So against red dice, I'm using the uh, Legion dice simulator right now for this. Looking at the because red defense dice, you almost never get a hit. Like it's mostly no, no. Yeah, but I you're also I mean, and that's the tricky thing with with bomb math. It. You're normally hitting, if you're doing it right, more than one unit. I, I don't think um, this is tricky. I think it's just shit. Like it, I think it's bad. Dice. It's really bad. <laughs> Compared to all the other bombs in the game, that's really bad. It's it's when it's when it surges like it has a huge swing because if you do get the hits and you get the poisons you've done ma- miraculous pieces there but but no yeah because no. when you've done a wound theoretically each wound counts for for two essentially unless you're hitting right. another droid um which is insanity um what's another is the only better die pool the rebels maybe which is I think red white white impact uh that that my memory sounds right on that one I'm gonna go check it out real fast but that's what I'm pretty sure because i'm pretty sure the, uh, the scouts at two black with that don't surge the the black white white that surge is probably a little bit better um i mean i've always loved the imperial version i mean that's red black uh blast suppressive yeah oh, it's imperial really is i thought it was black black okay red no. black that's pretty solid no it's red black no it's um, so good i mean it's the and it surges crit yeah i mean like it is real real good the, the other difference to keep in mind too is which i think cannot be undersold too hard uh bx's are also a red yeah. save compared to all the other bomb throwers that are white they are um, they are uh so the uh, rebel one is red white white yeah surge crit blast impact one and then the uh, but i i think i don't i don't believe the clones get one so they, they don't have one yeah uh but also we're talking about saboteurs nobody's playing like we can we can say bad <laughs> things about all the saboteurs well, so the short and, answer so yeah, to so, your question, Jan, is saboteurs. But <laughs> saboteurs and poison, saboteur and poison for the CIS. But uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, who 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 are we looking at next? Let's go. Let's go Imperial. Let's go Imperial. My babies. Your babies they, this week. I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it the Gav tank? I mean, I know why Tim hates the Gav tank, and it's this, it's a lot. It's this line of sight issue. The way the rules are currently written, that thing can't see or move over anything. I th- it causes table problems. I think it's a gaff. 
It, again, the stabs are actually pretty solid. They just don't get run a lot, but it doesn't mean they're bad. Um, the low profile yeah, change in Scout, Scout I mean, 3 yeah. makes And, and I'm, a, I'm still good. a believer in Scout Troopers, especially I, with their changes. I'm with you. I oh, agree. yeah. And honestly, like if yeah. we look at what Jay did uh, back at Rocky Top before, he could run four bikes where <laughs> he was running all the bikes Gross. and... and uh, no, it wasn't all the bikes. It was Dubacks and those like three sets of Sabs. I think they were full teams with, with the Sab guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um... So, I, so it sounds, yeah. I think it's the Gav. The Gav is, and you're right. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say you're wrong. The I mean, Gav is so close. Goal. Yeah. Um, right. Because like you look at its unit card, you look at its point cost. It's so solid. It really is. But yeah. it's it's kind of just like the ISP. You look at that unit card and its price point, and it's super solid. But the way the physicality of the game works, and uh, exactly the, the way the model is set somehow. up. It is, it's the thing that, that really slows. Because we talk about how the uh, the snail tank is so fast and can get where it needs to go. And in theory, the Gav can also do all of those things on the, well, it's, a, it's yeah. the same shape. shape base, but I believe the snail tank is slightly longer. It is. It is. It is. Um, but and but it's, so, it's taller, too. so it can move over more things. Talking about the ISP, but like the nice thing with the ISP is it has hover, so it can right. just get over things, and it can just go above things. And so it it is a little bit short, but it can get over that pretty easily, whereas the tank just can't. Literally. Just yeah. cannot. <laughs> um yeah, and I, I I don't discount it as a good e-web transportation unit, or you can put some some black sun in there. Like I, it definitely does a thing. But I think out of that whole army, probably that I think because snows well, are good. Hang now. on, Tim. Yes, go ahead. Remember, it has hover ground. Yeah. So it it, does, it only allows it to cover up its own its own height. Like it can't just it doesn't have um. Uh, doesn't have the what the uh, AOT has, which is hover air. Right, so, right. But does that, isn't it like hover yeah, two or it, something like that? No, oh, okay. it's just as hover. Ground. I've not played it in minutes yeah, that, since that, I played that's an, last month. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what makes the ISP like if it had hover air one ground, like it, so it could move, but then also be on the ground if you treat as a ground unit, it would probably be okay because has the ability to get around that board better. But like I said, the GAV doesn't have that the ability. Gav now there's good things yeah. about being a ground vehicle. I mean, the ground vehicle means you can eat up lanes and just block stuff. Yeah, and which is which is beautiful. Like you can do great things with that, but it's just a little too short. It's just a little like height wise in the model itself, and in the way our terrain rules work at the moment, I just don't know how to fix that. So I, I'm yeah. gonna say it's close between the Gav, but I think I'm actually gonna give it because when I see a Gav, and this is purely me as someone who has to face this stuff. Yeah. When I look across the table, yeah, the Gav is not the thing I'm the most terrified of, but like it can still, especially with the aggressive playstyle I have, it can still cause me problems. Oh, the I know one thing that is. doesn't cause me any problems yep. is the stupid lat. Oh um, no, are you what? <laughs> You're saying the lat's worse than the Gav? I am saying, as a rebel player, I am far less scared of the lat. Uh, oh, see, I think the lat is what. So the lat is that support piece yeah. that really does bring stuff to it's you. It's a great, real bad. it's a great supportive heavy. Yeah, at one oh five, it's a great support. And unit. again, when you load that thing up, if all you have, all you got to do for imperial lat, I should clarify too, make sure we're talking sure. about imperial yeah, yeah, yeah. lat. Yeah, yeah. Imperial, yeah, yeah, imperial lat, lat. You put uh, Baron Rudor or whatever his name is in there, and uh, yeah, Baron Rudor in there, and then you get him some aims, and you make that thing pretty scary. It's not hard to do. Sure, but I have a way easier time dealing with eight hit points on a white save than what is the lat? Nine on a red? Um, or eight on a red? 
and the, the lat, last eight on a white. The lat, surge and defense. Yeah, the lat is also going to have a fairly expensive unit that it's paired with. And so usually when there's a lat, there's the lat, there's the spooky thing that goes inside the lat. And then there's a bunch of chaff kind of around the outside of it. And so most of the lat list, once again, this is just sample size of games Ryan has played against. Um, I can isolate it pretty hard by just, you know, letting it drop its payload, killing everything on the outside of it. And then I've played a lot of Luke where I've got a Luke to intercept whoever comes out of the lat. No, um, it's... It- no, no, I'm not. I'm not just gonna. I'm. I'm looking at the list builder, and I realize something. There's something I didn't even think about because you really, if you're gonna bring this, you almost always need to bring the 140 point gav with it. It's the freaking e web. E. Yeah. I'm not bringing e webs. Like no, uh, I want to. I love my e web, but they get outranged so hard. Like they just, they, they just die. And you're like, oh, but I could take a standby and have Sentinel. You're absolutely right. But there's so much range four now that I'll just pop that yeah. standby right well, off. So and I, and I, with, a, with a dice pool that's big enough to take yeah. it down because it only has four hit points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's but the again, thing too, for, for the point cost though. Uh, for the point cost, I, I, I think it's, it's actually either, pretty solid. Um, yeah. But I get the staying power of it. Like, would you be willing to pay a couple extra points to get it up to five wounds? Yes, for sure. Um, I think, and, and, and I've lamented, yeah. I've lamented this a lot. I do think there is too much range four in the game. Too much range four and five. Um, I think 100%. you make it. You make it. Either I think there's two ways you do it. You either make it one more wound, give it one more wound, or give it a generator that is a long range generator. I've been asking for that for years. <laughs> you literally at this point, it's been four. years. Give me a range four generator for the year. God, that dice pool range four. Well, no, it doesn't have to be a whole they could die do pool. Too it, it could be is... it could be a smaller die pool at range four. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. that's what I'm saying. Is, like, it or would just, just give it a range four option, but like drop drop the red die. And then maybe even give it a range two option where you start to add dice to where you, you know, you get a few dice at range four, a few more at range three, a few more think, at range two. As I you, think that's as you get too closer much. to the, the heat. I see um, what you're saying, but I think that's I think the easiest way and the most the most sensible way is just just give it a long range generator. So it, it so it can contribute and be a threat of some sort at range four, even if it's just to lay down some suppressive fire or something like that. I know you can't bring both generators, obviously, but like. Sure. Just to, to be able to do something at range four. <laughs> and so, all right. So at the same range for 56 points, I can have seven hit points with a B1 unit and a B, a 60R rocket boy. Yeah. yeah. Throw the same dice at range four. Yeah. Three, three red, those, I mean, yeah. Um, at range three, the same amount of dice and have more hit points. Which obviously the E-Web does well, search crit. It searches crit, but I still. Don't, yeah, it searches crit, it which is huge. And I don't know that you, you uh, have more hit points per se, but the B1s are not more durable. Uh, because they, have a, much, they have a much worse save, so you but actually are going to have faster. Yeah, you're going to have to. Yes, you. I don't yeah. know that that e web now that it don't no longer has plotting is pretty quick. Um, yeah, it, it can it go fast, but it can't. Um, it can't tap things. It can't. It can score some objectives yeah, like right. intercept, but like. Yeah, it, and I do love an e web, and you're right. Right now, the gav and the e web are sort of kind of staple buddies, and if you're going to do yeah. it, you're playing the theme list where you're kind of hanging out with it. I don't hate. I, I've experimented some. With with Blizzard Force, where you do uh, two bikes, two e webs, uh, and I don't okay. mm-hmm. I don't hate that because it frees up some points for other stuff in your list too. So sure. like, it's not it's not bad. But again, at that point, I'd rather just move things around and get three to four bikes instead. Yeah, it, yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. But I don't I don't think anything in Empire is like super below the line. Kind of like CIS. I think CIS. I agree. 
has a lot more things above the line than Empire does, but I don't think Empire has too much below the line. Because, uh, like, even it, even Death Troopers have a place. Like, yeah, they have some glaring weaknesses. Yeah, like on a shelf. Ranged Pierce. Um, but honestly, Ranged Pierce, because because of Pikes, is disappearing some because everybody's taking Pikes for their Range 4 options. Um, Why am I bringing Death Troopers when I'm just going to bring ISF instead? And they're better in almost every facet. That's fair. Lord. No, that's that's yeah. understandable. That's fair. Just bring, just bring pikes. Well, I, yes. And this is one of the we've had this conversation about in the imperial. Their units as a whole, as a theme, as a whole, like the whole army mm-hmm. doesn't seem to work well with each other. And maybe that is the theme, but it doesn't seem to actually. Yeah, well, turn I, into I think they the IRGs like are in that same boat. Like they're yeah. good, but they're not great. But I'd rather play something else from that particular uh, uh, special forces squad. If I'm going to spend the points for them, I might as well go with ISFs. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I think people. I'm going to make a lot of people mad when I say this, but I think the theme of Empire <laughs> is all of our units are really solid, but there is zero synergy between them. While while other units, other factions have all this cool synergistic stuff, they are point for point, typically a little a little less bang for buck, um, but they have ways to help each other out and, and work well together. While Empire is just like, I have all of these cool units that are all pretty self-sufficient. Um and there's something to be said about imperialists that go far in big tournaments tend to be player skill maximizes on each individual unit's greatness yep. without having to rely necessarily on the synergy pieces. Of course, that being said, Michael Henry has also shown me the synergy of the do-back and it made me sad. And well, he's, I mean, Michael Henry has physically. wrecked me with a, with a double gav, double e-web list. So <laughs> we can just take everything we've just yeah, said and throw it out I, the window. I will say, so I was actually thinking about him when I was talking about the gav is because, and the e-web, because he was just talking about that on Discord, I think like yesterday or the other day and talking about... It's it's I've got to live the dream of the double gav double you have and I say I think you mean the the nightmare but it's fine I mean it's, there there is it, a there it, is a list there it's yeah well there sure. is sure and with his <laughs> skill set with his he can set. make just yeah. about anything work That's he fair. he knows how to when he plays it he his brain is analytical well, to find those pieces to make like those pieces like work. Ben said we've talked about this a bunch before I think there is within reason because there's some lists that are just bizarro and just like that just doesn't work but within reason i do think that it's more about practice and skill than about your list again within reason yeah you can you can play just about anything you want and i think the perfect example to that is preston um who at cherokee before cad bane was good our cad bane hipster was wrecking nerds <laughs> with Cad Bane. He was. He was. And like that that's a testament to him just understanding something and coming up. Like where he puts his Bane tokens was like so bizarre to everyone who played him. And then they watched what he did with him. And you're like, oh that makes sense. Um mm-hmm. and now like I'm terrified of that man now that Cad Bane's good. Oh yeah. I yeah absolutely. Preston please you, you go play over there. Don't don't, don't bring it <laughs> to my, my house. It's like... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Imperial. I, really, I think you're right. I think it's the Gav tank. Yeah. I think it's the E web. I think it's the E web. But yeah, I, there's little pieces. Yeah, but I think those two together should be pieces yeah. that are difficult to make work right. I think I think there's so many uses. There's so many. Uh, just the more I was kind of stewing on it, I think there's so many uses for the transport in the Gav that that's what puts yes, it above yes. the E web. Whereas the E web is just so. like if you get it within range three of the e-web ooh, it's scary as hell but like yeah just don't do that maybe it's a terrain piece (laughs) maybe we need better objectives for it 
Like maybe the eWeber is just looking for the right objective. So case I, in point, well, this do, is a spoiler yeah, alert. Right. If I ever bring an eWeb in my list, I'm almost always going to have rapid reinforcements in my deck. Sure. Because oh, yeah. rapid eWebs are gorgeous. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because um, they will likely survive till you get to order. Because you're already at well, range. I, I also think eWebs are really yeah. good at objectives that Empire typically doesn't like to play. Go on. Oh, like uh, like intercept. <laughs> yeah. I think they're. Really I, I was strong letting at. you. I was letting you finish that thought. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, intercept. They're really strong at. I actually think they're not bad at playing the deny game and recover. As long as you've got some other bodies that can go and and grab stuff, because yeah. the way recover kind of spreads the field. Um, I think they're great pieces in breakthrough. Um, where you just you know your opponent at some point has to come to you and you just get a a small deployment zone or a, a focused deployment zone that they have to come near the eweb. I think those are all true. I just don't think those objectives go in very many imperial battle decks. Well, and I think everything you said is true. I agree with that, but it's all very situational. Yeah, hundred percent. Which of course you can say everything's yeah. situational, but like especially in those cases, yeah. it's very just like rapid reinforcements. I, it's very situational. If I get that. That's kind of on you that you let me get to rapid reinforcements with my e-webs. Like, come on. So, in a in a ten activation list with breakthrough, it feels bad to say I'm leaving these two activations behind to guard uh, my, my my zone. Is I don't think forward. so because if you t- if you take a yeah. look at what like your average score of breakthrough is, and I think it'll vary player to player, list to list, but usually they're only like three or four points. No, I I agree um, with Ryan on this one actually because I agree it's they're such a good defense unit. That on breakthrough they do okay. Right. The problem is you yeah, have you, to make I sure mean, you, you have forward. to make sure your deployment is best for you. Because mm-hmm. like if you're playing battle yeah. lines, right. forget it. You're done. Because yeah. your e web yep. can't cover everything. <laughs> Correct. Nope. Uh but yeah, I think I think Empire is in a in a decent spot. Like there are some things I could use some touches and some tweaks, but uh and the fact that we all kinda had had different answers. Yeah. yeah. But like the CIS, and I think Tim pointed out with special forces, like Inferno Squad is just gonna kind of dwarf everything. And like we didn't talk about Death Troopers, we t- we touched on Death Troopers, but even like the generic ISFs, I don't see a ton of generic ISFs. Uh, Royal so guards, good. <laughs> uh, Royal yeah. guards are really good. We don't yeah. see a lot of them because there's just other things that outshine them. We're Not seeing to say more that of them bad. nowadays. Yeah, um, I, we're seeing more of it. But there's so many times when I'm, if, instead of bringing ISF, I'm just gonna bring a do back instead. But yeah. Sure. Because then it's the slot for me there. It's not to say that sure. dewbacks yep. are directly yep. better, but it's to say I'm going to bring this dewback that's going to do so much, and then I can bring three snipers as well. Yeah. Boom. Yep. It's, the, it's the opportunity yep. cost. Yep. Yeah. All right. I get that. I can ab- absolutely agree. What do we, what do we want to touch next, Ben? You're, you're driving this. Let's talk this about re- Rebels. Let's talk about Rebels. Wow. Is there a unit rebels. <laughs> that isn't? There's a few, yes. I mean, clearly the Church of Biston says everything's fine. And... FD laser cannons are all it's over gotta, the map. It's got to be. It's got to be paths. I mean, uh, no, I don't think it is paths. Really? Uh, all right, make, stake, your, stake your claim for paths and all. And all I don't know. I've just never seen them do anything ever. Um, I no, I think paths need help. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think I think kind of as we've talked about CIS, I think rebels are the opposite. I think they've got some really good stuff at the top end. I think they have a lot of things hanging off the the bottom end that we just don't I, see because I not because they're necessarily so awful, but there are so many. Just each slot has a thing that's just best. Um, so yeah, paths. All right, Tim says paths. Um, I think a case could be made for Mandalorian Resistance. Um, our, the our the pre- non Clan Ren version. The, even I might even throw Clan Ren in there if you're not taking Sabine. Uh, they're slightly better with Sabine, but then that's half your list. Um, I'm going to talk about my, I want to love this unit, ATRTs. 
are so bad. See, I was going to go ATRT as well. ATRTs are so, 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 so bad. I think that's fair. It, that's it, fair. I think they're only bad because we have a so much better version in the clone side. Like, well, it, it hurts your no, heart a little bit not, to bring that's these not guys. Because that's part of part of what makes <laughs> them bad in Republic. They're not awful in Republic, but as, as someone who loves no. them and plays them a lot, it's, it's Ion Spiders are still a thing. They still exist. And they just murder RTs just everywhere. Well, someday. and when your Republic RT has Scout to where it can get into the game faster, That's it true. has double the durability. I don't, um, know, I don't know about double, but it's something. At least no, one third more because it's surge. It's one. Th- yeah. Well, no, it's mathematically <laughs> double because it it's one die face versus two. Like not not the hit points, but the durability. Um, I don't have to double check your math on that, but okay. Yeah, they they are more durable. I'll definitely give you that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. And so, yeah. and for not a significant more amount of points, and then the the even the like the, not a great argument, but Republic can make an argument for a naked RT. Yeah, because yeah, they, it's, sure. yeah, they have impact, a really good the, naked RT gun, yeah. impact yeah. crit gun, and then this guy is two white dice. I agree. Um, I agree. The one thing it's yeah. got going is surge crit. Yeah, but they just tend to get lit up off the table. Um, well, yep. and like I am still afraid of a rebel rotary rt because of that that's a lot of dice surging that crit. crit yeah yeah if Woo. if we had another yeah. fire support option other than the rebel vet or we had better ways to order our rebel vets i would probably agree with you but i don't know that that rotary puts you at 75 that's, that's pretty... the thing 75 points to put the rotary on the the rebel atrt and i i yeah i don't know i think i would rather have a set of imperial speeder bikes i mean uh, I agree. Are faster I agree. more nimble a better die, not necessarily a better die pool. Um, they're and probably... also, and speeder bikes uh-huh. aren't as affected by ion because if they get ion, yeah. they still get to move. If nothing else, they still, they still get, get to move. move. Yeah. Um, and and you're about to get them swoops at seventy. Yeah, no one cares. Swoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually I was going to say I think swoops are the worst, but that's fine. Well, we'll, we'll yeah, well, we got to have a bad unit when we talk about Shadow Collective. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, ooh, fair. Oh, uh, but yeah, I think I think ATRTs are pretty trash. Um, I think like we already talked about Mandos, Pathfinders. They see play. You can play them. They do a thing. Infiltrate's still really good in the right hands. Um, Dauntless is is pretty killer. Um, Biston negates a lot of a lot of this conversation yes. around Pathfinders because I still think Biston Pathfinders are fantastic. You just will rarely see more than one set of Pathfinders. Just, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess I would say um, Pathfinders without ban- without Biston. Yeah, yeah. I-, I think if you were able to add Pow to other units, Pow. if you could put Pow in any yeah, of the rebel the, units, if or... he got the Gideon or Dell treatment, that would be amazing. Yes, I agree. Um, and I, I don't agree. think it's game breaking because no. could, like none of the rebel core no. surge. No. So like his uh, offense no. goes way down. Yeah, I guess you, if you put him in a rebel vet, he surges. Yeah. Um, but, the but then you're not taking is... a CMO. So yeah. exactly, I don't. Yeah, I don't see it. So. And it just becomes a leader and a red white die, like that's that's it. And a range four if you just want to shoot him by himself. Cool, cool, cool. I guess. But uh, the the last unit that I'll that I'll there's really two more I want to talk about. But the the claim I will stake because I think Ooh. it's the more interesting conversation. The rebel trooper. What? Well, you Here lost me there. You're, there you're is absolutely there is shut, the po- shut the podcast you're down. Absolutely. There is <laughs> what. There is one good Rebel you... Trooper build, and that's the, the DLT no. captain. The naked Rebel Trooper is great by himself. 
is still the greatest it's the greatest so unit good. that we own. No. <laughs> yes. No. You're it's, you're insane. When it's was, four black dice. He has a surgeon defense with all nimble. The time. And the ways we have to get the way they have to get dodge tokens, you are insane, sir. They, insane. They do not have way, all the ways to get dodge tokens on all the other factions. Oh, okay. Are You're you playing insane. Rebels or what are you playing? <laughs> they're not pikes. Yeah. They're wrong. They're not they're, pikes. I'll give you that. Pikes. They're not pikes. I don't have Kalani throwing tokens on them. Oh, my God. Um, no. But I'm not throwing those dodge when, tokens on, on Rebel Troopers. The, or thing, about, on my the thing about Rebel Troopers is like non-Captain DLT Rebel Troopers, I'm going to take a vet instead any day of the week. Any day of the week, because I have DLT is also so very Hold on, good. if you I can, have though, defend, like it's I'm, only an eight point difference to get defend and a surge to hit. Okay, but those eight points adds up. You know that, especially in a hero heavy list, those eight points add up. But then also, again, just the ability to just throw three naked rebel troopers on there that have nimble and have black attack dice. No, I think they're just great objective grabbers. They're great. I'm not saying they're the best unit of the game, but they are solid. If, I am of this opinion. If we're taking naked squads, like in, say you don't want to go to the 48 point rebel vet or you can't. I'm taking fleets every day of the week. Ugh. If I'm taking just a naked squad, I'm taking fleets. That's they play that's your call. Just, at, just I, as well. I strongly disagree. I strongly disagree as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, because the range two is always the issue. Yeah. The range two white dice. Well, they they do surge. If you're taking them, cool. if you're taking them naked, like they're not there to shoot anyway. Like if you're shooting, okay, with them, but you're, you're still going to take shots. That's there's a difference. You're still adding suppression. You're still taking shots at range three, even if you're not killing anything. Yeah, you're still and taking their shots. their kill potential, their their damage potential. Once you do close to that range, is so much higher on the fleet with uh, eight white that surge versus four black that don't. Uh, if I see a naked fleet, I don't care. <laughs> That's uh, I saw them on Wednesday, and you know what I did? I shot them at range three. Yep, and I Many killed them. Face. And except for one unit leader who didn't so. want to die, but I mean that happens, and then whatever. The fifteen point SX twenty one trooper, which Brett, you said Brett played this past week, mm-hmm. is a great unit uh, to throw four extra dice in with a rebel trooper set. I mean that's just yeah, but it's only gross. once again. You just we just talked about how range two is bad, yeah. and it's only range two. But it but it's one of those the model itself can throw a black dice until it gets to sure. range two. Like um, you have you you can use that model on the approach where you can't with those uh, with those fleets. No, I think I think the rebel trooper needs I mean, a little something something. I don't know what that something something is. It, it's um, I, I, it's that's to, nope. to stop to stop smoking that meth. <laughs> <is what needs. laughs> yeah, stop doing the drugs, right? It's <laughs> we, we can turn this into an intervention I mean, podcast. I give you, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, if anything, I do believe probably the vets could probably use an extra heavy weapon, but or not the vets, the fleets could probably use. You know, there's some things I wish we could get more models for. Yeah, um, I do wish fleets had more models they could use. I do, and wish, we and we may you know. get an upgrade pack sometime, kind of like we did for the Rebel Troopers that brought us the DLTs for our fleets right. and snows and and B twos and you know that's that's I an mean easy... Rebel Vets. I'd like to have more options in the CMO. I mean, uh, until critical changes, I don't know that what would be better than a range four critical. That's weapon. what I'm saying. I mean, I would like the least to be options, but and maybe we've got to fix the you know the ion gun. Maybe that's a fix for the. For the rebel troopers that you're looking for, I mean, the ion gun is actually I like <laughs> I look at it from time to time, and I think it's actually quite good. Uh, rebels just don't have any ways to refresh our core units anyway. All of right. all of their refresh ability cards 
have to go towards other things. There is a version, I guess, you can do it in Echo Base now, but only Echo Base. Um, you have Cassian. Right. And you, Cassian has a refresh card. It's only Special Forces. Special Forces, Commanders, and Operatives. Yeah. They exclude Core. Um, I mean, because I love their Ion Gun. I do, but the yeah, problem is definitely... For its point cost and like you have to you have to take it and I think if you're gonna take it you have to take it with the captain so you can guarantee that you get right. to to refer like you guarantee two actions uh, to yeah. to recover shoot guarantee the refresh in the um yep but yeah I don't I don't think rebels are up to snuff and I think uh, I don't think Leia's up to snuff you know I've been playing her a lot um but she's not oh. I'm taking her because I, I kind of have to that I think that's an age of game issue. Yeah. I think we just need new cards for. So I think you update her cards, and I think that's an easy fix for F- or for uh, Atomic sure. to do. It's just uh, yeah, give her yeah. give her three new command cards um, that that kind of keep up to par with what other commanders can do. Because point cost, what she does is just her own unit card is fantastic point cost wise. It's that her command cards aren't up to snuff to, to carry her is a reason that you take her. I could see. I would like to see her go to to drop to Krennic price. Um, I think another five points is it would be nice. It's Krennic sitting at seventy five. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I'd agree with that. I'd go there. Um, let's talk about the faction that has not won to the top eight in the last six months or so. Yeah. Let's talk oh, about clones. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Let's, to, to actually have a conversation, uh, let's just all agree at the top. Arcs. Arcs are the worst. No, absolutely no. not. No, okay, no, okay. No. It's a, the fluttercraft. It's the flutter. Uh, it's the fluttercraft. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the fluttercraft. Flutter You're right. I, that's the thing is I forgot Arcs. it exists. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like arc troopers are still a thing is price i get it's it price, the price yeah. is currently the way it got geared the way it got slapped down it got slapped down super hard but it's also a scary ash unit that's going to have to be balanced correctly with the arcs because if you don't you're going to go back into the battle days Correct. Yep. it does so much it is so very good i mean that's a good thing and a bad thing but like i said i i think it's just a matter of balance i don't i don't know the points or the balance issue there I don't know how to make that thing work exactly right. It's a combo of things to make I, it work. I think they just go back to their original printed cost with the new clone changes, and they're probably a-okay. Well, they it's got, only six points different. So that's, we're saying that they're, they're hung up it, on six points. Yes, because it adds Six up. points is a, is a lot when your <laughs> activations are so expensive Yeah, um, that it can be the difference between a whole nother act since you don't have a ton of, of cheap options to, to squeeze <sighs> in there. So tactical I, one is so good. I think six points <laughs> is a significant amount. So good. So good, that model. So look at that entire unit card. It is, but remember, they similar to the BX problem, though, it's... Okay, so you have one name that you have to spend on lethal. So that means you can't re-roll those dice. And we know that dice blank out. They don't... Do they have sharp... I don't have it pulled up, sorry. Well... No, they have sharpshooter one. They, they have, have tactical one, one, scout okay. two. So they do I mean, sharp. they have more yeah. access to aim tokens than any other sniper because that's fair. They're yeah, going to get do. one for moving. They're going to probably have Padme's going to have one for some reason. And exa- <laughs> some exemplar is going to have one. And one of their buddies also might have one. Um, so I think I think arcs are like aim they're fine to- with the aim lethal. token yeah. wise. I think they're fine. Um, what yeah, else? Yeah, don't be wrong. It, there's a place for that point cost. Kind of going back to the to the uh, Mandalorians from Rebels. When you lose a model due to Pierce, even though it has impervious, it does suck because you have so little health on these models. I, I think that. it's it's. I, mean, I agree with gonna, Ben. It's got to be the fluttercraft. It's got to yeah. be fluttercraft. No, like I said, I yeah, even, I don't even so remember bad. that it exists. <laughs> Um, it, it, it's somehow it is worse than the swoop the swoop bikes you, which you can use in this faction true. are going to mean because you have you have a better overrun yeah yeah i mean yeah i'm double checking my math to make sure my overrun here is better but i'm awfully sure it is uh so i'm sorry the overrun here is red red white white well it's it's a so, better overrun but you only get it once while the swoops 
can get uh, a no, can it's get overrun two. Oh, okay. It's overrun two on so on the, the Fluttercraft okay. Bombardier. But I say that, but then again, the uh, swoop bike. Let's make sure I'm looking at this incorrectly. Has overrun red, white, white. So so it is 15 points more expensive, but you get more health out of it. With overrun two, though, we gotta keep in mind like that's so hard to pull off. Like you gotta wait till someone's clustered up to get that. Like uh... so so here here's the thing. So I'm just uh, as the model it is, you get the overrun two. You get a slightly better overrun with the Fluttercraft by one red die. But it's five points more expensive by, than the swoop bike to get it there. And its actual base attack is so poor compared to the swoop bike's attack. Yeah, it changes a white so for a the red. the Fluttercraft is just going to throw a black-white. Uh, and then the swoop is going to throw red, two red and two black when you've got both models on the table. But I do, I'll do, you do also have to consider um, the swoop is faster. But they both have speeder and uh cover one versus cover two and the big one is immunities like the fluttercraft is immune melee and range one weapons so it is but i'm not doing any damage i'm just gonna float around here as an activation correct um (laughs) but also i think we are comparing like two equally terrible units (laughs) so (laughs) we can we can argue back and forth all day um it's a yeah i still say it's a fluttercraft i still say just because the overrun attacks, again, nice you don't have cover. Like, all those pieces are different. It is. It's got the bigger base. You're more likely to overfly something. You are. But then in the end, your actual attack itself is not great. And I think the yeah. speeder bikes or the swoop bikes get more attack out of it, even if the overruns aren't quite as good. Yeah. And you're, you're trading you an, more ex- an extra cover and some immunities for independent dodge, which can be a, a lifesaver. Yeah. Lifesaver. Exactly. So... I- is there a place for an honorable mention of the uh, mortar? Uh, yeah. Um, Phase yeah, two mortar? I mean, yeah, uh, the only mortar they have, yeah. I think it's critically underused, actually. Will and I were talking about this uh, last time we played. I think it's underutilized. I don't think it's as bad as people say because it's a cheap phase two option. And you're, it lets it's your a phase, cheap phase two Phase option. two hangs out in the back and supports. But I think the Z6 in just almost any circumstance, especially since you're taking phase twos and you're going to be generating uh, some surge tokens, like I think the the Z6 is is pretty solid on them. And it's really hard. It's Z6 is also way more expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. Yeah, it's a point. I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm looking at the the like the just the the card images, and yeah, there are only two points difference. But then through the erratas, the Z6 has gone up and the mortar has gone down. So no, you're right. So it's a nine point difference, and that's yeah, not, that's, that's not nothing. That's big. Yeah. And I will say because it has a better dice pool, but it also has less dice. Like it, it feels it feels funny. Like it feels it's also not a separate activation because it's just your heavy weapon. So it plays differently than say the Imperial version of that. And even even just looking at it, like a phase two just a just a dude, right? Is thirteen yeah. points. So it's only a five point upgrade to get the mortar. So even if you want to play him just like he's a a, a fifth man, yeah and shoot him around and then just if you happened to not be moving that round you can get an extra essentially yeah. an extra black die uh and then and then critical and yeah. suppressive yeah. Which are two, yeah. two i mean that, that's really where it comes solid from. I mean, words and i'm 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 with you i, I remember and, and the phase two is still it's, critically a, it's a courage two with a reliable one as well so it's a great linebacker yep. and a fire support I yeah mean, i mean yeah not for nothing so, yeah, I, I think it's underutilized. Yeah, Republic, though, clearly the faction that, you know, we, this is no surprise to anybody needs the most help. But they are also probably the trickiest to balance. Because if we talked about Empire, where they're all solid units for their cost and have no synergy, 
clones are the probably a bit overcosted for just what they do on themselves with synergy to the to the moon and back. And so any help you give one unit is indirectly going to help the entire entire army. Um, and that's that's tricky so, to balance. So this is one of those things when we talk about balance. If I just did it by points alone, if I just reduce cost by one, is that enough to do a thing or two? On, the, on on all of the big on the unit cards like so phase one's at fifty phase two's at sixty um, um, our maybe. troopers back to seventy maybe seventy six maybe I'm not a I'm not a republic player it's tuna. so uh, I think it helps I think it helps <laughs> I I think the trick with with republic is whenever they do cuts they need to look at all their archetypes and I think activation wise republic is in a good spot and so they have to find the cuts in such a way that they are increasing options within the activations you have without allowing you just to cut a whole bunch of corners and, and squeeze spam. and squeeze another activation in because I, I think Yoda that's with the, 12 that's activations the... is going to be fucking terrifying so. yeah so I think I think that's we, the, the real I, I rarely drop the f-bomb here that's Will's business but <laughs> you get a Yoda or Obi-Wan list where I, you're at 12 activations and terrible things are happening to yeah. many, many people so uh, all right well I tried to, to make this quick and succinct with uh, with Republic and I was I was wrong uh, maybe I can get it right with Shadow Collective. It's swoop bikes, it's, right? It's swoop, swoop bikes. bikes. Yeah. Well, these guys don't have any other options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it it's just swoop it's all so very, very and good. It's all so <laughs> amazing. To varying and like the, the the trick with with Shadow Collective, it's not that there's bad options, it's that there are some more versus less good options. Um, yes. Like I don't see. We saw them at Gen Con, but I don't see a lot of people playing Shadow Buses, and the Shadow Bus is really good. It's just there's also other things that you can get for that same point cost that are really good. You know, our buddy Keith love went super heavy with Mandalorian Super Commandos. Yep. And again, it's a thing. I don't think the payout is good when you have multiple of them. They're really good when they're a single unit doing other yeah. stuff on the board yep. in combination with things. Yeah, I think they're a great one, maybe two off. Uh, I see all these people right. trying to trying to play the, the the Mandalorian, you know, or Maldalorian lists. Where it's just the minimum core requirement, and then four to five mandos, and you're going to steamroll some opponents that don't have answers for that. Yes, yes, you are. But then you're going to come up against this man named Cassian Andor, and he's going to ruin your day, um, <laughs> as as he drops crack shot round one and drops one to two mandos. He often ruins um, my day. Yeah. I hate that <laughs> so much. So so much. Yeah, swoops. Swoops are terrible for all the same reasons that uh, we just talked about. Yeah, we've uh, talked Shadow about them. We've talked about them like on every faction, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything else it's is because they're fresh. They're, they're the newest of things. Well, also, they're the, they're the ones with the least stuff, which is such a weird. It's a, such a it's such a weird little beast. I kind of like like it, but I'm 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 looking forward to. I'm probably going to be experimenting with them some once I get them built and painted. Um, it's it's the reinforcements keyword. I think that's selling them. I mean, and we had this conversation pre-show. I think it's the reinforcements keyword on that swoop that's going to let you put them where they need to be, or away from the thing if you need to put them away. From Maybe the, um, the only reason I kind of take issue with that is uh, your. It means you got to put your big focus pieces down first. And for me, like a rebel player, I'm hopefully putting down Luke as my last activation, uh, so you have the least uh, amount of time to to figure out where he goes. And Ben made the comment that. We know where his focus pieces are going to go, but Luke is that is cool because he in that operative slot, Courage Four, like Luke can really be deployed a lot of different places. Some some tables, right. some deployments, it's going to be obvious where he goes. But a lot of times, when it comes time for me to put my Luke down, I have to make a pretty game altering decision between two or three spots on what flank I really want to just kind of crash in on. Um, 
where like a As snail a CIS tank player. Yeah, we know where the you, snail tank you know is gonna sit. <laughs> you know my B1s are going to be within range 1 to 2 of a direct somewhere. Yeah. And it just has to be the chain's going to flow from there. Like, and your maul has to infiltrate pretty early before he gets boxed out. But but as a rebel, exactly. like Luke has a lot of options late in, late in deployment where he can go. And that reinforcements there, for me specifically, may be a bit of a trap. But also, I don't know that you're running trap. op Luke and swoop bikes. I mean, maybe, because they can run over melees and dump people. Um, so who knows? I, so... Let me ask the question because I don't think we've really had the conversation. Is are the clones ever going to use swoop bikes? No, they can. No, no, no. absolutely Why not. Would they? Why would you? I uh, you I would rather take a, a naked ATRT for ten points less. I would <laughs> rather take a bark. <laughs> I was just like, you have this bark. Why would you ever take that when you got a bark? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that the the usage for them there. Yeah, because what the the bark is what five more points. No, um, no, the bark is 55 naked. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is, yeah. And granted, it's, it's 15 points granted, less. It is only one model, but it's still red saves. and like It's, it's a red save. It's yeah. fine. With five health. It's fine. Throwing a rainbow out the front. I mean, yeah. yeah so and it's, then if it's, you want to put a weapon on it, you can. I mean, it's, and it comes it's, out really more, nice. I mean. It's more like five or six points more expensive based on the weapon you take. Um, right. Yeah. Which you don't have to take. Like, I think naked part, there's a... There's an argument for naked barks. Yes, it's very. So, which it's I am argument. glad they set them. <laughs> it's a good argument. It's a very, very good argument. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I'm and I do like to say I I wish I wish we could find that balance to get the the Grand Republic Army up up into a place where it's competing with everyone else. I, I, there's that fear of it overwhelming by if it's if it's not balanced well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And maybe I don't know that they're ever going to go this route because I could see why it would be convoluted and confusing. For the non-battle forces, do different factions need different organizational charts? I mean, yeah, maybe. Do we do we just to to prov- like if we need to do what we need to do with clones? Do we somehow limit their activations? Where you know, bringing them down to just instead of six core, bringing them down to five or two special forces and and capping them that way? I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm shooting from the hip. I don't think that's necessarily the right answer. But I fear, and they, I mean, we've seen it in the past the Republic spam when they just get up in actions and everything generates tokens, like because they're so synergistic, yeah. which is thematic and appropriate. And I like it. Um, any, any help you give any of the units can have very unintended consequences. Yeah, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it does. And that's the, that is a thing. I don't know how you fix that. I like I said, and I, I get, yeah, cause I'm not a game designer. I'm just, that's always the fear. I, I, I'm underwhelmed by where Wookiees ended up being inside this faction because I think there's a great place for them, and maybe they come out with a battle force for them. Later, I think, yeah, I think that utilizes them. That'll be the the next thing we get, and I think, that, but there is a good, like, Tim's here, the resident expert on like Yoda Wookiees. Hello. Nothing about that list has changed. No. That list, I think, is yeah, still uh, no. okay. It's just the things you charge into have gotten much better and much more resilient as new releases have come out. But, but nothing about that list has changed. Yoda Wookiees has also now gained pikes, which is great. Right? Yeah. If you if I you mean, just need cheap but, activations. So, you know, fire support was overwhelming when you had all the tokens and you had, you know, 12 dice in a pool. Yeah. But pikes now in heavy cover are like, well, no, thank you. I'm going to, two of those are coming away and these dodges are also going to come away. Yeah. And then I'm going to, I mean, like it's, like they're already yeah. starting to reduce large dice pools to well, slim. The, so when you have small dice pools. The problem like such a, for, the, for that list was, you know, Yoda's great, Wookiees are great, but it's the points around them and everything like so right. I think there's, I think pikes are amazing. Now that you bring pikes, pikes are amazing with their heavies, but I don't hate just bringing some naked pikes. Like 
just to pump up because that's a forty point activation. Like you don't have sure. that for, they, for now. They for don't. Public. They don't count towards your core minimum. Well, no, which can kind of they yes, do not point for that no, list because no, that's fine. You know, you've got expensive but, Wookies, expensive core, other like three cores you have to take, expensive Yoda. Um, but yeah, and Yoda's Yoda has a command slot, so he can take underworld. He can take underworld himself exactly without would have to pay the so capo, which is three. Sort of price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think I think Wookies are they're 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 fine. I just think the there's been a lot more things at range four that can shoot at them on the approach. It's also yeah, it's hard to to go from for the rest of Republic pretty much. It's a red save faction. Playing Wookiees feels real bad when you're like, oh, everything's a red save. Oh, no, it's a white save. I know, Rebel. Yeah, Rebel, 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 Rebel. But for yeah. for those of us that are playing red save factions and we're like, oh, yeah. oh this is awful. <laughs> this, is, this feels terrible. Yeah. See, I get, I get when I when I get to play the few red save units I have, like I have the opposite feeling. Like, this is amazing. I just saved half of the, the attacks that came in. This was great. Um, unless you're my Luke, then you just die. Um but if you're my Sabine, you tend to do okay sometimes. So we we kind of touched on it. Um, battle forces. We talked about how maybe Republic needs a, a Wookiee battle force. What what we we know Ewoks are coming. What are some other battle forces that we kind of hope to see with maybe utilizing new units that are probably likely to come out, or maybe utilizing units we we've already got in the tin. Uh, we'll end on some some baseless speculation here. Tim, is there is there anything so, in one of the factions you're looking for? Well, <laughs> I, I, I want to give some credit yes, here to sure. Polar King. Yes. Polar King of Fleets. He gave us this idea from an email. We're not going to read the entire email because he has a nice themed Tantive Four list. But then Battle Forces have come out since then. Mm-hmm. And so I do love his, his theme on that. And I'm sure AMG could do some really nice things to make that theme work better i I, gotta come out differently sure Uh, i'd like to give some supports there to your fleets that you're talking about that would kind of change gameplay on that yeah give them the the stormtrooper blizzard force uh take where you exactly a new new better fleet trooper that yeah the the storm the stormtrooper boarding fleet uh you know boarding uh, whatever you want to call them yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i like this idea yeah but so tim i you got a battle force i do i think mine has to be actually the Utapawan Invasion Force or Utapawan Liberation Force, should you prefer? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think with Cody coming out, it's gonna, just a natural fit in there. Just throw him in there. Okay, it's gonna give you some cool stuff. I think you put Cody in as your main commander. Obviously, you can do regular clone commander, Cody, uh, and Obi Wan. Uh, Obi Wan. Yep, Obi Wan. Uh, and then I'm trying to think what wouldn't be like, you wouldn't have ISPs, you wouldn't have heavies. Like they really didn't have a whole lot of other stuff. Probably maybe barks. I don't know. We didn't see any surface action, so you don't, you don't know, but I feel like barks. Or would, because, would be because of the sinkholes, is it, is it no, is, do they kind of get the, uh, the echo based treatment? Oh, they get the lat no supports. They definitely get the lat cause they, they're getting airdropped in. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe maybe no supports and a focus on special forces and yeah. probably no Wookiees. I would say a focus on core more than special forces. Yeah. Because we already have uh, Five Out First, which has a lot of special forces focus. So I think this would be a, this would be a core focused and then bring – maybe you could bring some extra lats if you really wanted to. I mean, not that Republic's bringing lats, but, you know, it could, if it gives you a I mean, way de- to take Depending three, on we know – <laughs> or we know that Cody's going to be the vehicle commander, so he may really have some help for some lads. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe it gives him, just for that battle force, does he gain, you know, direct <laughs> dire- direct lat or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. But I think I think there's okay. a lot of cool things you could do with it. 
especially with Cody. I mean, we've got Echo Base. Uh, I think the the next thing we need to see outside of like Ewoks for Rebels, we gotta we gotta have the Rogue One team, man. Like, otherwise, we're gonna have battle forces I... that are just reshuffles of all the trilogy heroes. Um, I can't figure out how they haven't done that already. Right. Like I, I kept expect like we, I just kept expecting Biston and Powell showed up so early. It's like, okay, cool. Give us the rest of the team. Yeah. And uh, so I, w- I would love to see a focus on, <laughs> on core and maybe, maybe the, the probably just kind of do what they did with echo base with just rebel vets, make it just the rebel trooper. Um, Make it lots of special forces, uh, probably, once again, not Wookiees, because they're pretty unique, but like the the commandos and the pathfinders and the strike teams, maybe put, if you can take four of them, but give them a, a restriction where you just can't spam strikes. Um, You're definitely bringing fleets. Folks, definitely fleets. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would love to see, um, I know eventually we'll probably get like a Saw Gerrera, but I would love to see like an upgrade card, kind of like we saw in Blizzard Force for the Stormies, for the Rebels, where we get his Partisans, yeah. which is just the exact same thing as the Rebel Trooper. You just flip the Surge profile. So they they hit like trucks, but they die like Wookiees. But Ryan, um, the Rebel Trooper is the worst unit of the Rebel Army. It is. That's why it needs. That's why I need search hit, man. Well played, Tim. Got him. Got him. <laughs> you know, for me, if you're looking at Oodle Pal, because I do try to like theme these things together. I'm try- I'm just literally. I'm, I'm I'm browsing them real fast. The internet to see like, well, who else was there? I mean, we could go back to a nice Grievous model. Um, I don't know how you make Grievous where he's not already what I can do with him, which is basically all the things I want to do anyway. Right. I, the only thing about the Naboo invasion force, or I guess the, the battleground force, was that it didn't... I just got him to do more B1s, which I kind of like to do anyway. And I had to take a heavy tank. So right. I, I don't know what that would look like for me. I mean, like, so I, I want Geonosians. I do. Mm. But that would dramatically change how my faction works. Yeah, that changes yeah. Like everything. It's sure. no longer droid heavy. <laughs> it changes everything. You get some replacement um, troopers. You get some flying core or maybe special forces units. Exactly. And you could theoretically try to make them a lot like CIS, like give them like a hive command because they are very insect and like together in that way. So it's kind of like you have the AI restriction, but coordinate Geonosian, right? And so, like you um, can't you can't order order the droids, but you can order them. I, I'm still waiting for my emplacement trooper. Um, yeah. so I'm still waiting for that to happen. The blue uh, and- <laughs> So I mean, that's the thing that could be there. I do, but if I want to go with the CIS as I know them now, how would I? How would make that? I don't, I don't know. know. They all just sit around and watch Grievous shoot things. So, so, so you is, mentioned you mentioned Grievous earlier, and I was like, how you know how do we change or alter Grievous? I say we uh, we give Grievous a backwards secret mission. You want to? He's he's a coward. He's a coward, and like you need to run him into the fray for him to really really like get his value. If he ends the game in your own deployment zone, you get a victory point. <laughs> so you can hide him <laughs> the whole game to get a victory point, but not get his his offensive value, which you're paying 150 points for, or you can try to run in, get in, get out, and re- retreat to your back line and get a victory point. What if we made his cost 250 points, and if he <laughs> dies, I get a victory point? There you go. now I have to play. Because <laughs> they would have won if he'd never retreated. So. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a thing. Commissar Grievous. That's an idea. <laughs> Because then you're like, do I kill Grievous? But I have to kill Grievous, right? But then Bing gets a point. But yeah. 
Nah, you just you it's, just hold I am a Jedi till turn six and then just say no. Exactly. Nah. And then you can't get no no nobody nobody does a thing. Son of a <laughs> I yeah, I do like I said, there's there's and I love the CIS and the only thing I had with this battle invasion forces, the theme was about what I was already playing. So I was yeah. like, Cool, cool, yeah. cool, I guess. I, there's there's lots of things inside the CIS that we have not seen. Like uh the technocrats, like there's lots of other yeah. non droid pieces, but the droid pieces are why I'm playing CIS. So I can get the chicken droids from that last season of Clone Wars. Uh, we can do that. But I, how do I make that theme feel different? And I just don't know of it right sure. now. Sure. With the units that we have, other than adding more units, like the Hellfire droids or oh, the changing what droid. we do with spiders. I want, I want the, ta- the, the, you know, the tank base, the gav base turned 90 degrees so bad. <laughs> just running <laughs> forward. so back. weird. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. But like, what the heck? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a battle force. I, I do you restrict B ones, but then like you're nothing but heavies. Like that seems very weird. Dooku gets all the Magna guards. Yeah, I could I, see like they were in, in your, a very critic in your, zone. In your Geonosis list, I could see, you know, if it's your Geonosian and they have the elite guards, I could see you not allowing B ones, and you've got to take B twos. Yeah, um, yeah, because I yeah, they had that. the B one factory, but maybe. but you know, if you're running the Geonosians, your your security forces is, is all gonna be uh, is all gonna be B twos. That's cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah, um, B twos and Dooku. Woo. And, uh, and yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say. I mean, I, and again, so if we go, we go with Geonosians, and we're, we're focusing heavily on on Dooku and that you know that that scene in, in Episode Two. Then we're definitely looking at again. I'd probably be spamming Geonosians instead of B ones, but it would definitely feel very different there. Yeah, and Dooku would probably be one of the one of the few leaders I'm allowed to have. Oh, I would or, love uh, some new upgrade or, cards. Or Wat, Wat Tambar. We need we need Commander Wat Tambar. Oh, Wat Tambar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're in it very. But Tim, you did send me a meme about Wat Tambar the other day, and I about died laughing. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's not your internet girlfriend. It's Wat Tambar. So, <laughs> and on that note, uh, Republic's going to get a Gungan battle for us. We all know it. Neat, hooray! Nope. Uh, wrap it up. And before we get into that, we're gonna we're gonna close the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Nice to it's it's good to be back at a you know at a two hour show. I'm we, sorry. We were talking before, like I'm sorry. This everyone. is uh this is going to be a light it, week. Do we record the the bonus episode after? I'm like nah. Now nah, we can we can rip this thing to two I, hours. I did not expect our conversation with Jan to, to take us 50, 45, 50 That's minutes, true. which is what really happened. Because we, oh, we were oh, like an hour was, and 11 at the time. We I are mean, all spiteful people, and he asked to tap into our spite. J- I knew Jan this was going to run. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> so it was thank a good you. conversation, though. Yeah, it was. Pieces, so. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our lamentations uh, during your drive time or your paint time <laughs> or whatever it is you bother to listen to us. Uh, and until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski uh, reminding you, Rebel ATRTs want to see the table. They're really cool models, and I love them. I'm Tim Hannon reminding you that uh, clone ATRTs are still solid, and you should bring them. <laughs> and I don't yeah, know why people just don't. And I'm Ben Fowler reminding you, listen, Shadow Collective players, we have Maul over here in the CIS. You can come back, baby. You can always come back. Why would they? <laughs> why would you? No. <laughs> why would they go from for the, best the robot love to the second not best enough robot faction. love in the shadows? Oh God, more spite is coming. It's time to go. Ooh. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. So much spite. Hey, you're the one that that flunked Sell out of out. business school. You you should you should look that up for us. Oh, oh, oh. Did they flunked out. <laughs> I left to work for the school. You son of. <laughs> How'd that math class go Listen, for you? <laughs> it's okay, Tim. 
I too have also left yes. UT before they yes. could ask me not to That's come true. back. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh.